Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey folks, it's your host here, Brandon Cox. Uh, if you aren't subscribed to us on debatespot.net, I highly recommend you do so. We're posting more and more content as the days go on. Check out the photography if you like photography. Check out the articles. Check out our horology page if you're into watches. We're adding more and more content, uh, so I highly recommend you do so. Also, uh, at the end of this podcast episode, I had recorded a extra content. And if you want to see the recordings, you have to be subscribed to us on DeBaseBot. If you aren't subscribed, you can't see it. But anyway, you know, you know, you know what to do. Welcome to the Quantum Consumer Podcast with Brandon Cox, the epicenter of science and technology conversation with a little dabbling in pop culture and the like. QCP separates opinion from fact and overall just has a great time, whether there are guests on the show or not. Here's your host. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Quantum Consumer Podcast, or if you're new here, hi, welcome. Uh, I'm here with some guests. Uh... One that's uh, kind of with us pretty fairly recent, uh, fairly often. Uh, Nathan, how are you now? Hey, I'm uh, I'm being me, and uh, I'm doing the do. Awesome, and we have somebody else. Who who do we have here? What do you want to be called? Uh, you got Trent. Trent, phenomenal. Well, hello, Trent. Welcome to the Quantum Consumer Podcast. Good to be here. That's great to have you. Uh, yeah, we have a like the overall theme today is going to be what uh, science fiction is what I told you guys, right? Yep. Uh, so pretty much. Yeah, you a- told me just now. Yeah, science fiction. <laughs> uh, well, if you check the chat, I don't think I put it in the chat. Never mind. Um, I think you did. Did I? I have no don't, idea. Don't don't fucking roll with it. Nope. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, the guests I'll have to it. gang up on the host. Yeah, we that's have, the ground. That's the house rules. That's house the house rules. rules. Apparently, well, that was just made now. You yeah. piece of shit. Yeah, just like how you I piece just, of shit. I, Devil's advocate. I choose both sides. So, so yeah, we have um, yeah, we have kind of overlying theme sci-fi, but we're just gonna be around the block, uh, around the whole city. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Actually, I got I got some good stuff. Um, oh, uh, stay hydrated, then. Stay hydrated, folks. It's getting hot. It's yeah. Summertime in the in the northern hemisphere. Uh, yeah. Be sure to be hydrated. Thank goodness it's cooling down over here a little. But of course, we have uh, the first thing is first our alcohol review. Um, and uh, yeah, I was at Winco and I saw this interesting thing. Um, this nineteen crimes California red wine. Um, with Snoop Dogg on the front. It, is that really him? That is Snoop Dogg. That's amazing. That dude. that is Snoop Dogg. It, um, it's, it doesn't exactly fill me with confidence. I I don't necessarily know. The uh, smell though. The smell's amazing. Really? We're definitely gonna fucking find out. We're gonna pour in our glasses. I think it's sniff from there. Oh, that's right. You don't sniff it from the bottle. You you let I mean, it air out, right? Fuck it. Yeah, is we can, we're definitely gonna let this air out. Who knows how long this has been on the shelf? Because it definitely sells, well, right? You can tell us how long it's been in your wife's car, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh well, lovely sounds. Don't worry, we can get that out in post. Oh, that's just grape juice, baby. 
Is it sweet? You smell sweetness? Yeah, it smells pretty sweet. That's pretty wild. Really weird for a California red. Usually it'll be like a Is that strange? A sweet red. Uh I, I I like sweet red a lot. Sweet reds are good really good. California red. Can't say I'm too familiar because I never really go for California reds. Mm-hmm. This will be an experience, but I can compare it to like say uh some of the other wines I have. I mean, you know, I was only kidding, but it really does like after a couple more, you know, hints of that that does smell a lot like grape juice that's uh that's well i mean that could be because it's made of grapes of course yeah could but i mean like start. again it's that it's the sweet uh sounding the sweet smelling uh nature of it yeah I mean, like, you know you've smelled grape juice before it's well, like that. yeah but it doesn't exactly smell like this it smells actually very similar to a uh, wine i had in germany can't remember the name of it unfortunately traveled Mr. Worldwide over here. That doesn't smell too bad, though. That doesn't smell too Don't bad. Don't worry, I went to Korea. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I think you're so... Oh, you're, 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 no, I wasn't. <laughs> no, I think, no. I think your tastes in alcohol are just so... Like, you like gin. You like the, mm-hmm. the fierce things, as uh, Jones has successfully hashtagged, is hashtag fierce, because I had said <laughs> about the Barbados rum, I was like, oh, it's fierce. <laughs> what did she she sent that to me during work. Uh, Did she really? Yeah, she sent that to That's me. That's fucking awesome. Uh, when she was listening. Were you guys listening to the podcast at work? She did. So oh. now it's on Apple Play. So oh now she's God. able to listen to it. That's so she's amazing. following and yeah. That's hilarious, uh, dude. But I'm going to go ahead. I think that's plenty aired. I'm going to yeah. go ahead and give it a sip. That's fucking delightful. It doesn't taste sweet. No, it doesn't. That's fucking delightful. There's a small tang of bitter in there. That is really nice. It's overshadowed by something else. This is 14% alcohol, by the way, by volume. What's the gin that we've been had at? What is that at? 40. Okay. Most liquors are at 40, unless otherwise stated. (laughs) Actually, yeah, that's not bad at all. Okay. All right. All right. Snoop Dogg. I mean, it's not his fucking company. Oh, it's, it's just it's Snoop Lion, by the way. Oh, Snoop Lion. Go fix your pop filter. What is this? What is this malarkey? Oh, it's okay. You're not even angled towards your mouth. Don't you know how to condense your microphone? Oh my God! You travesty of a human. What the? F- this is fine. Okay. Sure. What are you talking about? Shit! You could take it off if you really wanted to. That's close. Look at look. That's close. Angle angle your mic, like this part. You know. There you go. And then tighten that knob. There you go. And then move that closer. Okay, is that better? No, horrible. What do you mean? That's as close as you can get without touching This it. needs to be parallel with your face. Ain't you supposed to be the one of the smart ones at work? No, that's a lie. That's a total lie. You angle it a little bit closer to you now. Like angle it down like the mic. Oh. You know what I mean? We're good. We're good. We're good. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think that, that's going to do it for the uh, for that wine Sorry, for that wine tasting. That was, uh, you know, quite surprising. I mean, I shouldn't have. Ah, that's so bad of me. I was just assuming since Snoop Dogg's face or whatever his fucking name is, it was going to be awful. But it was actually not bad at all. I was actually pretty pleased with. It. I would drink that. That's like a nice drink of wine. And he just he's got that face. I don't know. Yeah, not bad. Something good to sip while yeah. you're just. Talking and bullshitting. Fucking exactly. All right, that's going to do it for the alcohol segment. Uh, man, I tell you what, this week has been, uh, it's so, it's so, it's so, uh, it's so depressing not having everybody at yeah, work. It's yeah. just so, it's just so boring. 
and you don't have all the people that you'd normally talk with. I mean, everybody else is fine, but like, mm-hmm. you know, not not, having the, the whole compliment. gang's not there. Yeah, the right? full compliment's missing. And it's just such a bummer. I'm just sitting here like, oh, I can't wait for us to go back to normal. Oh, yeah. Yes, but some people are gone, and it's a blessing. I can't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, fair enough. I can't. I can't. It's kind of hard to believe. Like, just how long is this going to last until, like, COVID comes back as a whole nother thing? Like, uh, I mean, it's gonna. It's already going to be, like, a, you know, a monthly, like, a yearly recurring thing. You're going to have to go get vaccinated every year. Oh, my it's gonna be like a new flu. Your updates are gonna be a rolling so, update so, like Windows. Well, it's I've been debating to SARS, and SARS is just another type of flu. Like, I've I've been debating on whether or not to go get the COVID vaccine. Don't do it. I've been debating. Don't do it. And it what worries me most is how hard it's been pressed to get it mm-hmm. compared to every other vaccine ever had, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. No one's Definitely ever doing not a cult. No one's ever doing this for the flu vaccine, Mm-mm. right? Which is a yearly thing, kills more people and has killed more people per year than COVID mm-hmm. ever has. And people are pushing so much harder for for this COVID vaccine. That's so stressing. It's so stressing to me. I mean, so I like I also wonderful sound. Hey, thank 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 you. Uh you know what surprisingly this actually gets really, really toned down uh through the editing. I use Adobe Audition. Nice. Yeah, it's very nice. It's very nice. I'm very pleased with that program. Um, I tell you what, though, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty sketchy, man. I don't like how they're so like, you gotta get the COVID vaccine, man. You gotta get it. Go and get the vaccine, man. Well, let's be honest. With everything they've pumped our bodies full of, like, what more is I mean, more shit. Gonna do? So, ah, uh, I guess. No, that's that's not the way to look at it. Why are you sounding the way you are? What do you mean? The, take off the take off the pipe filter. I'm, I'm honestly not even hearing. You. Look at like you have you have the mic, a positioned above. You told me to do this. I will come over there and I will assist you. you. I will come over there and I will assist you. We will do this. I'm gonna adjust everybody's mic perfectly. You're face. killing me, dude. You're killing me. So here we are. Right ah, not water. You said to have the pop filter close to the mic. That's not close to the mic. Look at mine. Okay. Mine ain't that close. Be mine two, works. It could be about two inches away. You really tuck it into yourself, you know what I mean? You. I mean, this. Get in there. Get in there. It's like a good suit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. Um. Science fiction. Science fiction. This one's a very free cast form of the podcast. Usually we have like a list and we have like some sort of topics or questions. Uh, but yeah, not not this one. I want to go more like ad lib and a little bit more fucking ad hoc here. So here we are. Of course, we're just talking. How are you, How have you guys been doing? How was this past week for you guys? It's been okay. It's been busy. More than I'd like. <laughs> yeah. Beyond busy. And it doesn't make any sense for it to be as busy as it is. It doesn't make any sense. It isn't usually this busy during this time of year. I don't know. I don't understand if this is just fabricated bullshit. We're that's a making high us tempo do. organization, dude. Oh, here. yes. High tempo. My left testicle. Yeah, dude. Oh, careful. Like, they'll they'll fucking take it, bud. They'll take it. Yeah, and that's why I'm not getting the vaccine. They can suck it. They might. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they I'll, were... I'll finally get my dick sucked. Thank so, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> they were asking me if you were vaccinated, and I was mm-hmm. like. That's a HIPAA question. I was like, mm, yeah, technically no. speaking, they shouldn't be able to say anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what does it? What does it? What does yeah. it matter? Yeah. 
Uh, ultimately, I was like, hey, has that paperwork made its way to where it needs Not to yet. be? No. Not yet. Okay. No, I'm so, still, I've been stalled on that yeah, for a bit. I, I recommend doing Getting that on as soon that. as possible yeah. so they can just fucking leave you alone. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to get the vaccine just so I can be left alone as well, and I don't want to wear the no, mask. No, don't do it. Don't do no, it. No, I'm on their radar now, and I don't like being on their radar. I'd rather just not wear the mask. I'm going to wait. I'll wait a little bit. Why, I wanted to do more research on the actual why, Moderna. Why, why give in to them? I, so if I were to give in, I'd already have, already be vaccinated. I would have gone the same day, the mm-hmm. moment they bitched at me. Mm-hmm. I haven't given it. I'm yeah. making a formulated opinion yeah, yeah. and decision right here. I'm trying to look more into the Pfizer and Moderna, Johnson and Johnson, which is a one shot go. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Whether or not that's a good thing or a bad thing, you know, what kind of issues have been arising from all these vaccines. And it's a it's a fucking modern modern miracle uh, how fast we got this vaccine. Yeah. A the normal development time yeah. of a vaccine is like fucking decade. Not not in Europe. Not in, Europe. in America, it's very loose and liberal. Not like we're joking. talking three year process. It's, it's very, very long. It's a very long process. This uh, one was done in but two we months. Whipped, but we whipped no, it together. It like six or something like that. Hey, and look, I, six I, months, two months, it ain't a year. And I don't. And it ain't three. I don't want to get it because, uh, how would you say? We don't know the long-term uh, effects. It was rushed. We don't know the long-term effects. And it, FDA approval, FDA emergency approval uh, is just like one of those red flags for me. It's like, okay, uh, you really got to think about it. I'll let the people, I'll let all the heroes rush in and get the <laughs> yeah, vaccine first yeah, thanks hero. and then i'll see how they're feeling after yeah. like i mean people were getting like i cannot tell you i every fl- flu vaccine i've gotten i have not had an adverse reaction as in i'm talking about like getting symptoms mm-hmm. like being slightly symptomatic feeling ill mm-hmm. never with a flu vaccine never with covid and all these people are saying how fucking horrible they feel. I'm like, yep. what the fuck? What are you? Are you, are you okay? Like, <laughs> you, you you good? And we're yeah. hearing all this shit about Johnson and Johnson's vaccine and how people are getting hospitalized because of heart problems mm-hmm. and they're young people. And I'm like, what the fuck? That sounds like a fucking Cause, nightmare. Because here's here's something to consider, right? They always tell you that it's not about the deaths that COVID causes. They they tell you it's about the long term effects that we're not tracking. That's the real problem, right? right? When you tell them the the deaths aren't nearly that as bad as they inflate it to be, the the first go to argument is long term side effects of COVID just will just ruin people's lives, and we're not we don't know what they are yet, but it's going to be bad. And you know what? Okay, that's a oh, it's a it's a cope, but like it's a better cope than normal. That, it's than they can it's provide. also horseshit. But, but listen, it's a, no, but it's I'm akin to, it's akin to the bullshit I was talking like, about statistics. Like, like I said, but here's the thing. Here's the thing about how they use statistics. If they're going to tell us that. It's so dangerous because we don't know what it's going to do to us. We don't know the long-term effects of the vaccine. Yeah. Stupid. It's, it's, it's the fucking same thing with the statistics, how they say 10% or 90% of cases go unreported. I'm like, <laughs> how the fuck do you figure that out? Were they? What were, divine math equation gives you that fucking number where like, they were, repo- oh, so, so they, you, were uh, they were reported so, by reporting those so, so, so So you're telling me that you know of X fucking cases that go unreported. Mm-hmm. Are you a clairvoyant? Are you omnipotent? Mm-hmm. Well, let's also add into the fact that when it kicked off, everyone was just like, oh, this motherfucker died in a car accident. COVID. Killed by COVID. Yeah. There was plenty of those stuff. Well, there was plenty of financial incentives for the hospitals to do so. They got money for that. so many. 
What? What the? What? They who, got federal money for who, not state money. Who's federal saying, money? Who the fuck was going around saying that hospitals need more money? I can get personal protective equipment. <laughs> I get that. That makes sense. But they need physical cash. Let's go. Well, Shit, how's sure, someone going surely, for a heart problem? There sure, goes, there's thirty six to fifty thousand dollars. Surely, surely, right surely they charge the people, dude. That I, I would their feel facility. much safer if like my my drug dealer in my neighborhood gave me a vaccine than these Pfizer weirdos. Honestly, you know, it just draws to my question of, you know, hey, we have been dealing with cancer for so many years, decades and decades and decades. We can't find a cure. We can't find a cure. But for a virus, we have fucking just done like that. Yeah. Yeah. Three, six months. We've done it. Yeah. Uh, Right. I believe there's a cure for cancer. Totally. Uh, There might be some more difficult cancers out there that are probably a little bit more difficult, Mm -hmm. but I'm pretty sure like some of the more like, you know, is there a Delta strain of cancer yet? (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure some of the more tame. I hope I have it. I don't want to be here anymore. (laughs) Some of the more tame ones. Like I'm sure there's, there has to be cures. Like we we're able to treat, you know, fucking melanoma, you know, skin cancers and stuff like that. But you know, you know, you know what the worst kind of patient is? A, a, A cured one. Because right. they're not paying no you more mean, money to mean, the system. Because a cured, a cured, cured patient a no cured longer patient, is using the care. A cured patient is a is a lost customer. It's a lost customer. And you know but we a, were talking a, a, about a prolonged lifespan of suffering is just moolah, baby. I mean, we were talking about this in like episode seven of yeah. how shit hospitals are, yeah. and how evil they are, mm-hmm. and that just like again, at home. don't get me wrong, like I am mega not cool with like drug usage or drug dealers or all that shit that's attached to them. Uh, be that what it may, but uh, again, if Pedro, the drug dealer in my neighborhood, gave me uh, a fucking vial of some whatever the fuck, he's like, "This is good for COVID." I'm like, "Hey, man, I trust you. Your your business model is more ethical than hospitals." <laughs> like, I, I, I'll take you it. Don't want people I mean, kind of, because they'll <laughs> kind of because they dope that shit with like fentanyl and people die. But no, that's, like that's, at that's the same myth. time, kind of fentanyl doesn't kill people. Right, right. The, you're the, so full of the, shit. The court, I can smell it. The court of um. What Alabama public opinion? Yeah, they they were like, nah. The court of public opinion was yeah. like, yeah, we don't. We'll still do our cocaine. Yeah, it's fine. What's a little bit of fentanyl? You just die. You feel euphoria and then you die. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, I saw a video of a police officer who was handing like evidence and shit, and like just opened the package, and like just the smallest amount of fentanyl had gone to him, and he fucking passed out. Jeez. And thank God he had coworkers in the office to go and fucking save his ass. Yeah. Like fentanyl's no joke. Like the more strong, it's stronger than morphine. It'll kill you. It'll stop your heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, scary shit, man. Scary shit. Uh, this is why I only get my weed from uh, from Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, light it up for for, for uh, light Christ. Four twenty four for Christ. Blaze it, blaze it for God. <laughs> the Holy Spirit. See, uh, high on this bitch. See, Let's see go. all those uh, billboards in Colorado. For like the local dispensaries. <laughs> 420 for Christ. 420. 420 blaze it, my dude. Yeah. you're not far off. Dude, I just came from Colorado. Like 90% of those billboards were just fucking like, oh, I can't speak. Fuck it. I need more wine. need more wine. No, uh, I actually had a t-shirt idea. Back to science fiction. I had a t-shirt idea back in high school that I still need to do. Either it needs to be a mug or a t-shirt, but um, it's going to be... Uh, 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 f- uh, blaze it 451. <laughs> blaze it 451. Yeah. Yeah. Super, super easy reference for people that, you know, read anything in high school, but still, like, I felt like it was, I still feel it's kind of clever, you know? 
Because you know, well, I feel like I'm the youngest one at the table, and I'll admit, 451 what? is uh, no longer a reading requirement. In uh, what's where? Where did you uh, go to get your high school education? Uh, Nevada. Really? You're not the youngest one at the table, but I'm not. No. How old are you? I'm 24. I'm 26. I'm 21. She is. Oh shit. <laughs> I still have that title. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Man, I hate That's being not a title old. To brag. No, it's not. No, <laughs> Garza, no, if, no. If, he's if, got one over us, man. I wish I was his age. If Garza was here, he'd be I wish I had his body. Younger than I wish mine. I had his voice. You wish you had my voice. Yeah. That means a lot. Thank you. <laughs> okay, fucking Ursula from Little Mermaid. Sing for me. Ah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is, I, not gonna lie, this this one's gonna upset a lot of people, but like I didn't watch that one. So I couldn't give a shit about Disney. You could not watch Disney. <laughs> but, like, uh, I've gotten that. Um, so I get that on Twitch sometimes. Like, people like the voice. They like the voice sometimes, especially when I, like, process it with, you know, audio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I have a pretty decent speaking It's voice. really good. It's good on broadcasting. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely on definitely. the pod. Definitely on the podcast. It definitely h- highlights it. I mean, for every podcast clip I do, I have a safe process in Adobe. Mm-hmm. And I just... Uh, there's something called the equalizer and it basically splits up everything in like a whole bunch of different, uh, frequencies. Right. Um, it allows you to boost, you know, highs, lows, and mids. So pretty much for everybody on the podcast, all I'm doing for your processing is taking your voice, boosting the lows, like the bass notes a little bit, and then boosting the high notes a little bit. And that's the process. And that's done. I wouldn't boost my bass. Mm, it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you have no choice. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, of course, after every, you know, processing, I do listen to it to see mm-hmm. if it sounds better because sometimes the bass can get overblown. Yeah. Um, and that's never fun. Like, I don't like to make a podcast where, like, your car is shaking because, you know, the bass <laughs> is just your subwoofers are shaking I shit think out of your I think that's a, a user prerogative. I think that's yeah. what they've installed in their vehicle. Yeah, like, and- hey, jackass, <laughs> turn down your fucking bass. God, that'd be hilarious if Jones did that. I think she has. There's there's other parts of the music, asshole. Not just the bass. I've seen videos. Those videos where like people go through the drive-throughs, yeah, or whatever, and like they order something. Obviously, what the fuck? And they get it through the window, and they start playing like just. Essentially, they have like a fucking tone generator that just generates bass tones, and like they have the their whole back seat is just nothing but subwoofer. And then it just starts shaking the entire car like the whole fucking, you know, windows are shaking out of the fucking doors. You might as well just and, join and, the artillery. And corps, whatever, dude. like the the poor fucking woman who's working at the window is trying to hold them is now flying around the car so aggressively because the air is shaking so hard. Like, how do you walk away with that without damage? Like, is that, that's you damaging. You might as well join the you, artillery. You're, you're, do you might have, as well join the artillery corps. I think I would throw straight up. Straight up damaging to your ears. Yeah. Because I've sat in cars like that and walked away with tinnitus. Sounds like fucking horrible. Fuck Sounds that. fucking horrible. Why would you do coming that? from a guy that was in artillery for a little bit and is already <laughs> hard of hearing. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm hard of hearing myself. What? <laughs> so sorry i just it's just standard you have to do no that. yeah i do it all. The you time have too. to do that yeah. whenever, well, so when somebody ever says that you have to be like what, what was that sorry can you hear you artillery mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. uh so i was thinking um i had a. as far as science fiction goes i'm really really on to the expanse right now yeah you keep i mentioning really love that. the expanse yeah. it's just like this i love science fiction that has some realistic Realistic science fiction, like it's uh, science that actually works. Dumbass for a little bit. Um, 
So the expanse is a book, um, like a quite a fucking long series of books. Um, and then it's actually on Amazon prime as a show. Mm-hmm. Really great show, really great science in there. As far as like, okay, so let's say we have to have this, you know, artificial gravity for them. There's no artificial gravity. There's no magic fucking button. What they do is literally the decks of their ships are perpendicular to their thrust. So like, imagine yeah, you were telling me. About yeah, this. imagine like, all like the a have to be in the direction e- that you're exactly. Traveling. Imagine like a fucking skyscraper, and you put a rocket engine on the bottom of it, and that's how the whole ship is going. Right? Really awesome. So really, super, it's just a super, flying skyscraper. Super cool. Yeah, pretty much. Super cool. I mean, theoretically, if you took an Iowa class battleship, right, and that was like the ship you had in orbit, right? If you were if you had thrusters on the back end, right, like where the prop shafts is and shit, and you had it going somewhere at a velocity, and then you use, like, thrusters to, like, orient it. Do so pitch, the, y'all. You could do that. You could do it that way. It'd be inefficient, but you could do that. Yeah, I suppose. Now, yeah. There's no point in doing that. Cause the, no, because then your decks are longer, and you don't have as many flights of stairs or elevators. Yeah. Well, here's also another thing, that that specific battleship is used to cut through water in space there's no medium there's sure. no need for the booster to be yeah, I, he, I think he's just trying to take the like the structure mm-hmm. like the layout yeah because it's an efficient yeah. it's an efficient design like don't get me wrong it, like like for, submarines will be the most non-boat like boat we should be putting like, in orbit so don't get me wrong like the vessels in the expanse like the smaller ones definitely have a fuck ton of stairs and ladders mm-hmm. fucking you know but like the larger like the un fucking uh type ships they are massive and they have long corridors where they can walk and ship but really awesome show really good sci-fi love it and of course they add some like you know more interesting bullshit for like the drama people right right. (laughs) they add like this crazy you know it's called the proto molecule that's all i say about it if you guys don't want to get spoilers uh or maybe i will because fuck the audience um just kidding we very much appreciate you abuse listening. your listeners um but yeah man you needed to fucking bring your laptop so i, can I show know you your i can keep thing. forgetting i'll just you'll, you'll you'll just get one of my fucking laptops oh, i'll log in i get a work laptop now you'll get one of my laptops and you can oh, so lo- work you just get one of my Yo, laptops sign me up <laughs> you'll just get one of my laptops and i'll just show you how to use wordpress i have uh, a bit of science fiction some classic science fiction um actually uh up in my noggin i'd like to share um jules verne famous for um twenty thousand leagues under the sea mm-hmm, uh wrote another piece of uh science fiction years later um oh wait no 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 it wasn't Verne. it was uh shoot the author of Shawshank one, Redemption. One second. Keep keep this rolling. Let me let me. Oh look my it god! Up. Unbelievable. Look. <laughs> so I'm a very, I'm a pretty big movie buff. Yeah, you like how this tangent's going, Hayes? This is what you've done, Nathan. We've gone on this tangent. I like movies. I'm pretty pretty big movie buff, and I'm thinking about adding an, another thing to Debate Spot. Uh, for those of you that are listening, uh, DebateSpot.net is actually the parent body of the actual uh, podcast. Uh, this podcast technically belongs to debatespot.net, which is basically my website, uh, which Nathan is going to become an author here soon. Yep. Uh, he's going to be I'm, writing uh, for wrapping up the principal photography on um, one of my watches already. Um, it is not the devil diver. I, okay. I'll start with another watch first. Phenomenal. Um, and uh, once I once I get some swimming time in on that. Yeah, I'll be swimming more. You know, definitely. Um, yeah, so we're gonna be we have a horology page, so we're writing reviews for watches, just writing some Jeff de- 
general like horology things like i wrote an article about the gyro tourbillon uh or a tourbillon in general where i explain what a tourbillon is um oh let's just tell us what we're watching wearing right now i have yeah. my seiko on mm-hmm. uh, my lovely seiko presage the little cocktail, cocktail time, time yeah yep. uh i noticed that you're wearing a watch and you're also interested into into watches aren't you trent not as much as y'all are but mm-hmm. i definitely appreciate a good watch well we'll, wearing, we'll uh, we're gonna convert you it was mm-hmm. a good luck yeah that's the that's the that is uh, that is a cylinder that is a citizen calendar very beautiful watch beautiful beautiful watch uh i believe that is i don't think it's a dive watch you definitely could it's definitely the water resistance is pretty up there it's like 200 meters it doesn't have a a diving vessel yeah it doesn't have a diving bell which is what threw me threw me off originally i was like i looked at it and it it had the 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 thing it does have in the chapter ring is um a time scale for different cities and time zones yes i saw that a very beautiful watch a blue dial which i love blue and the thing i love about this is it's not even it's again not the bezel it's the chapter ring and the only way you can move it is by using the crown at the uh seven o'clock and it's just this is this was one of the watches i almost bought for my dad and it's a watch i almost bought for myself because i still don't have a good time zone world time watch um, i would definitely recommend it yeah uh it's either going to be something like that with the scales or it's going to be one with a gmt hand i'm still i'm not i i haven't been able to decide yet um there's too many good options and there's too many options that cost too much um <laughs> uh, it's it's really what the Fair problem enough. is blowing down because like here's the thing right all the ones that look really amazing are made by great artisan houses of just craftsmen beyond you know rapport just wonderful wonderful trade and then the ones that are affordable either are just shit and I, I won't call it shit but it's not at the same degree it's not fair it's really apples and oranges it's not a fair comparison but the comparison is still there in my mind um i have figured the inaccuracy of my watch did you yes uh well not to the fucking fucking second here but uh so it was in my case right mm-hmm. it's been in my case for the better part of uh a week mm-hmm. since i last set the time and you kept winding it was still winding it kept. still kept time it was still active um and i go to look at the watch and uh it had been it's 20 minutes ahead hmm. 20 minutes ahead for about a week okay so let's that do is, some uh, math Oh no, math! I'm out. Twenty-four times seven—that is 168 hours. Um, divided by twenty—that's about—that's about eight minutes a day. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty normal. Okay, eight minutes a day. Divide that by twenty-four, and that'll give you your seconds yeah. per um, hour. And uh, the the movement in the the presages are usually different than the ones in the prospects oh, line. The oh. prospects line is usually Jensen, a little tougher. Trent, you need to yeah see, yeah. You need to see this watch. Honestly, go ahead, let's take a- go ahead and take a look at the case back. Ooh, yeah. and you can see the mechanism. You can see the rotor there. That's that uh, goldish piece there. And if you look and you know where to find it, you can actually see the escapement, uh, which is beating back and forth. Yeah, back beautiful. And forth. If you hold up to your ear, you're actually you can actually able to hear. You can hear the actual escapement knock back and forth. Um, oh, I don't know why I'm trying. I'm deaf. <laughs> <laughs> I took apart that uh, Invicta. Did you? Yeah, I sent yeah, you that picture. Yeah, you did send me the pictures. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to record. It was just a test, right? Yeah. So the tools worked pretty okay. I was pretty pleased with it. I think I'd have to get 
I definitely need to get much finer screwdrivers. Okay. The flatheads were yeah. pretty was pretty fucking fucky. <laughs> Didn't really work. So I was pretty. Uh, I could, of course, just get a file and file it down if I really wanted to. If yeah, I didn't want but to then you're ruining a tool. Yeah. Now if I fuck it up, then there goes my fucking screwdriver. Exactly. Just use a washer. But I I took it apart. And of course it's a quartz movement. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the it has two coils in there. It has two copper coils. Uh, and you can see the quartz. You can see the quartz uh, oscillator. Mm-hmm. Everything like that. Really awesome. Really cool. Um, of course, I wish I could take the fucking you know the mounting uh, the plate off and stuff like that, but I couldn't. Oh. Uh, but you could still see those parts. So I could see the quartz oscillator. And I could see two copper coils. And if I'm guessing, I'm almost wondering if it's one for driving the minute and hour hand and driving the 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 uh, chronograph, the timer. That it has yeah, on you know what? That sounds right. Right. Yeah. Because so uh, the they're button. never usually on the same yeah. mechanism. So that's probably what what I'm figuring it was. Of course, I couldn't really dive deeper than that. Yeah. So I just threw the fucking. Imagine thing how much away. harder it would be to like get a mechanical movement to do both. Right. That'd be. You, can you imagine how much energy you're expending when you're using that'd a chronograph? Be, that'd be fucking crazy. Yeah. That that's like a whole fucking. Yeah. It's Ooh. impressive. Ooh. It's impressive for sure. But uh, you know, it's um. If you guys want a good read. I think it, I hope it's a good read. I had, uh, re- of course, I'm like plugging my own articles <laughs> in here, uh, but you know, fuck you. Um, I'll be doing the same. I had, uh, yeah, this is a place for it. If you guys uh, want that, um, yeah, we're all doing self promotion. Uh, mm-hmm. You can if you want. Um, Absolutely. Also, yeah, you can, yeah, you can mention your Twitch if you want. Uh, Maybe if I get better internet. <laughs> you're, you're writing any good dojins right now? So, <laughs> so, so yeah, um, I wrote the article about the thinnest watch thinnest mechanical watch in the mm, world yeah i actually remember seeing that yeah the thinnest mechanical watch the ultiplano uh two millimeters in thickness designed beautifully it looks phenomenal the dial is gorgeous because you can see you you're forced to see all the the most of the mechanical parts behind all the most of the gears and shit because mm-hmm. out of necessity because if they put it all behind the dial, then it would be an issue. I yeah, the know. dial would take up space. Want? What do you want? Yeah, the dial would take up space. Yeah, the dial yeah. would take up too much space. That it's they one of the few times where a skeletonized watch is skeletonized for a practical reason. Yeah, I was looking for. I was looking at the. So jumping back to that gyrotorbion, um, you know, it was kind of bummer. I was looking deeper into you know looking at like a tourbillon, like the purpose of it, and you know pocket watches mm-hmm. and how they were vertical and it only stuck, it only worked in one. Di- one axis, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and that made me kind of a. It was a bummer knowing that it the tourbillon is not as effective in a wristwatch as it is otherwise, or yeah. in a stationary set position. And the gyro tourbillon kind of also takes that into account, or kind of works on that. Mm-hmm. But there's still going to be moments where that axis is not properly lined up, right? And it was kind of a bummer. Knowing that, because I, I, but I'm looking but I for showed, something that costs so much, I want to be useful. However, it's still just a fucking work of art. Well, you know, I did show you the um, the Zenith Zero uh, G, right? Where it's like a tourbillon, but it keeps it on the same axis the whole time, like a gyroscope. <laughs> See, what I don't understand is why don't they bring back pocket watches? 
They were beautiful in design. They were damn good effective pieces of... Uh, Craftsmanship, yeah. I was going to say chronology, but <laughs> that works too. Um, <laughs> well, part of it is that, um, for one, it's one of the few parts of jewelry men can wear um, in acceptable um, society. And, uh, oh, I'm not saying you can't have a beautiful fucking thing on your goddamn arm. Yeah. No, no. So it's like, so for, for a lot of men, they, they think to themselves, and, and, I, and I'm, not, I'm not discouraging this. I, I actually tend to agree. Um, if I'm going to pay for, for something nice, I want to be able to show it sometimes. And I'd like to show it more than just when it's out of the pocket, right? Um, that, and we already have a timekeeper in, in our pockets already. So a lot of people have those two things in mind. And they think, mm, yeah, I want it on my wrist. Um, and it. So when when Citizen three, four, three years ago came out with um, their most accurate movement to date, which is plus or minus one second a year. Wow. Which is not connected to quartz, a radio tower. Quartz movement. Yeah, yeah, okay. it, it, it's a special quartz movement. Still, and it's, fucking it's eco crazy drive, for a quartz movement. And it's power. It's light powered still. But when they came out with that three years ago, uh, they had it at Basel World, and it they what they put it on for the display case in the area was they dangled a chain from the ceiling, all the way down to eye level, uh, and it was holding a pocket watch that was holding the movement. And then they had a an exploded movement next to it, and then, you know it was a really good looking display. I wasn't there, but there was plenty of good press on it. And um, a lot of us in, 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 in into the, the hobby were like, that's beautiful. I want that. I want that exactly. And it, it, took, uh, the, it, it took the company by surprise. Uh, they sent a letter out saying, um, we want to apologize to everybody because we were not planning on making a, this into a pocket watch. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's a light-powered watch. It. Your, the, your pocket doesn't have any light. Nay, nay. The court of public opinion said, "Fuck you, company. We make my, make we, my fucking pocket watch." Yeah, um, oh, because it's God, very. It, like it was. It was very. Jesus, we'll get to the. We can get to that. To the what? Cyberpunk. Ooh. Yeah, but please continue. I love these um, watch stories. This is why you're part of the fucking <laughs> website. And, and so, even though they didn't make it, and, and part of the other problem was no one knew what it was going to cost, and they weren't ready to divulge that. Um. The watch they did put that movement in is about a three thousand dollar watch, um, if I remember correctly. That's not bad. That's yeah. like cheaper than the cheapest Rolex. Yeah, yeah. Cheapest um, Rolex is a op no uh, date the, hold no the, hold time. The, hold the fucking phone. I'm sorry. What Rolex is that goddamn expensive? Yeah, the cheapest Rolex is around five thousand dollars. Rolex isn't that expensive. It's not. You're it's not into really high end horology yeah. stuff. So like all of Rolex are, are mechanical. Yeah. All of them. Except, except one. one from the fucking 70s. Yeah, except one. So that's automatically increasing value. As far as I'm concerned, a fully mechanical watch will increase value. Not to mention, like, I'm talking like they, a stainless... Hey, hey, don't talk stain him up. Don't talk him up. This is the first person I've met in a while that doesn't know Rolex is expensive. Because truthfully, in the world of watches, it's 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 above middle tier luxury. Yeah. It's not the it best. It is not compared to Vacheron Constantine, Adamo Piguet, like none of those. They like, did good things for the industry. Yeah. They're doing still good things for the industry. They revived the industry. They revived part the people's they were part interest of in, in luxury watches. But it was really Adam Piguet with the Royal Oak. You think so? Oh, I'm sorry, Patek Philippe. Wait, but you really think so? Like, yeah, that, oh yeah, oh like yeah. That no, it's Rolex? absolutely Gerald Gentle. Well, I mean, the no, I I say I disagree. Oh, wow. this is when we're getting the fucking meat and potatoes of the podcast, so, boys. So, so why don't you think? I don't think so because 
if I recollect middle school when I wasn't into watches as much as I am now, it was always Rolex. That's all I ever heard about. Sure. Right. That's what, and that's what that rappers is, wear. That, right. Exactly. That's what most of the fucking stars wear. It's a status symbol. That's the only thing people wear. It's right? a house name. It's a house name. Yeah. But people who are real, like really into watches, know about Adam Piguet, know about fucking Vacheron Constantine, know about fucking, uh, what's his name? Georges Lecoultier. Lecoultier. Oh, uh, Lecoultre. you know, Jaeger Lecoult. Yeah. Jaeger Lecoult. Uh, they know about those guys, right? Uh, because they are in the hobby. Like those are like the fucking top of the fucking line watches that everyone wants. They mm-hmm. drool over fucking wishing they could afford like the price tag of a hundred thousand dollars sure. for a watch. But, but remember the watch industry was in serious turmoil in the seventies because of the quartz crisis and Rolex didn't save the industry, the, the, the mechanical part of the industry. I, I think I misspoke. I don't, I don't think he saved it. I think they sparked interest in the watches. They continue to spark youngsters' interests today, um, as they did in the past. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, and, and again, Rolex so has so like yeah, the biggest market share out of every company. You, you're, you're saying more like actually saving the industry by solving the quartz crisis by Audemars Piguet or yeah, yeah. Audemars Piguet? Yeah. Who solved that issue and then... Yeah. It was voila, really... In we fact, fine. if we're going to name one man, we're going to name Gerald Genta. Gerald Genta's designs made like the top three you know, companies, the oldest companies, interesting again. Mm-hmm. And it was that model of business that saved the Swiss companies that hadn't died at that point to the point where the companies that did survive... Uh, bought the rights to those companies and restarted them in the 90s. So, right. like, for those of us that aren't attuned to the watch world, mm-hmm. please, please elaborate. So, all right. So, the quartz crisis. Um, so let me go a little bit further backwards. So, even though in the 50s we had a, the ability to use um, mechanical motors and batteries to make watches work and clocks work, um, it was inefficient. Um, so, you know how. Uh, at, at this point in time, a, a, if you get a, a watch at Walmart and it's got a, a, a it's an analog d- display and you see tick, tick, tick on the watch. Like a jumpy movement. In fact, even on, on Citizen's Eco Drives, they're usually, it's a second per tick sort of situation, right? Yeah. The reason it's doing that is it's a step motor. Step motors are really efficient. Um, you could have it be a constant driving motor. That's like as, yours. Um, and and also this is mechanical. And also, but it would be smooth, it would be smoother than this. And also on top of that, also inherently more accurate. Step motors are inherently a little bit more accurate, and there's a lot yeah. less that you have to go into them mm-hmm. compared to a mechanical watch. Where like you have to know about gear ratios. Yeah. And, so you know. so back back to the story. Um, the reason that is is because just having a a sweeping arm is typically inefficient, and it drains power very very fast. So. That coupled with the fact that at that time, one of the highest end complications you could get in a mechanical watch is you could, um, <laughs> you're killing me, is uh, it's a little bit more difficult. They made mechanical <laughs> watches that had the tick, 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 tick. It's a very complicated process to yeah. turn a sweeping seconds like this into a tick. Because I, it it I thought the Grand Seiko was incredible with their. It, it is. It, it's, funny how thing, it's, it's funny how, how tastes have yeah. swapped. But it's 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 crazier than how you're already thinking it because mm-hmm. I haven't explained the best part. So that was really desirable for the higher end luxury stuff. So when in the mid late fifties, um, when quartz technology became extremely accurate and step motors were desi- decided to be the best way to go forward with this this new um, innovation to make a product, uh, 
you had something that was more accurate than the average um, wristwatch in the world by like plus or minus 40 seconds a year, you know, or month. Yeah, at the time it was 40 seconds a month. And um, that was huge, big deal. Even if it was a digital display, um, as Jimmy Carter's watch was, big fucking deal. Digital in the 50s? 60s, mm. 60s. Um, and uh, the thing is, at the time, it was desirable. It was exotic. It was yeah. extremely accurate. Um, imagine if tomorrow some company came out with um, a Ridium wristwatch, like a literal Ridium atomic clock on your wrist, that small. That would be how big a deal it was for them back in the day. That's how. That's the accuracy like increase we were talking about. Right, not not a radio watch, not a watch connected to, the, to a radio tower, right? Not a watch connected by GPS. We're talking straight, like a whole ass atomic clock on your wrist. That's that's how big a deal it would be. Now, a um, couple years later, in the mid '60s, uh, the Asian market got their hands on this technology and they made it super affordable, like. To the point where you can go buy a Casio like at Walmart for like twenty bucks now. Yeah, as they do. That's how it was then. That's when they fucking did that. Casio god tier fucking watch, god tier. Anyway, Casio is a good watch. It I is call it fucking god-tier, great. Though. Well, G Shock, G Shock, G Shock is owned by Casio. Yeah, G Shock, and Casio. those are great. Yeah. I love my G Shocks. In fact, I almost bought a really expensive oh my god. one a while ago. You had the fucking when we were at the mall. And we ha- you had the fucking Belovas that you're looking oh, at, yeah. and then just to the right were all the fucking high end G Shock. Oh my god! I took a hey. gander. Jesus Lord! But I think it's time for our first break, folks. Sure. Uh, catch us right back after this break, where we're gonna dive more into watches, and then we're gonna talk a little bit about fucking cyberpunk. Uh, catch us back after the break. You're listening to the Quantum Consumer Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Twitch and rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Now back to the show with your host, Brandon Cox. We are? Are we recording? I am now. Oh, shit. Oh, why'd you start recording? Because this is good content. The hell's good content? Oh, yeah. This is, this, is, this is much better. It's much better without the pop filter as far as like... Not having to worry about where your fucking face is, and you'll you'll be able to manage this, Nathan. You'll be good. <laughs> Very harsh, am I? Yeah, we shall see. Yeah. Move that on over. There you uh, are. Let's pull oh. this a little closer. Actually, I can hear you a little bit better now. You don't have to be so right up on it. That's good. That's good. Also, the pop filter doesn't do too much to elude your face. I'm um, too broken for this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> We so welcome back, folks. Uh, welcome back. That was a very natural, like, coming back in. <gasps> oh, you fucking <gasps> bastard. Oh, my God. <gasps> Disgusting. Fucking How dumbass. Fucking what the hell, you? man? He, okay, so we just kind of stumbled upon something amazing. Uh, Nath, to Nathan's credit, Nathan definitely <laughs> did this. Um, Limoncello with uh, Tankuri Rangpur. And he's, he's called... Oh, my bad. Ooh, Here you go. Ooh. I can shit. see. I can see why I had the pop filters on. A nice oh. like puff of air will go onto the fucking mic. So I'm having it. I'm having it like offset to the left. Why don't you bit. do both? Pop, like pop. no, no shit. Why not do both? Yeah, you could do both. Sure. Um. Yo. I'll speak up again then. Damn it. <laughs> I think it's fine. Look at this. This is good. We're good. We're doing good. You think so? I think so. You're whispering, motherfucker. Just, uh, just watch your guys's. <laughs> just watch your guys's plosives. You don't tell me what to do. 
Watch your fucking plosives, Mason, or you're grounded. I'm grounded. I'll tell you yeah. whatever the fuck I want. Because I, I tell you what to do. You are an employee, technically. You're right. That's hilarious. No, yeah. Am I a tax write-up? It's a pretty. It's a pretty good deal. No. Oh, uh, fuck, I'm the highest rank at the table. Because because <laughs> because we have. That's this, right, Corp. You're shut up. You're, <laughs> don't you fucking start. You're, don't you're, tell the mafia don what's happening. Your your cartel runs mafia. Nathan. Nah. Nathan, you're employed. Anything, any money that I give you is a gift, so it's not That's subject right. to taxes. That's right. That's right. Government can go take a hike. Yeah, that is actually really fucking good. Which one did you have? The limoncello. It's fucking danger. Yeah, it's fucking danger. Twenty six percent alcohol by volume. You know what? If it had what? a, yeah. If it had a little bit less sugar, it'd be perfect. In my, book. you in know, my book. I think if you do a proportion, um, it would taste good in a. Uh, so what's it called? Margarita? No. Yes. Yeah. No, daiquiri? the citrusy. What am I thinking of? The citrusy daiquiri cocktail and margarita. What's the fucking difference? A daiquiri. Oh, for fuck's sake! Now you're fucking me up. Hmm. Oh, Tamas from a Bailey's. <laughs> <laughs> did, you um, try, did you try this on loan yet? No, no, I don't. Oh, I, okay. I recommend so. I recommend so. That's the that's the podcast drink right there, bud. Yeah. Uh, oh, Tankuri ring pour. So this one's a special tankuri. It's not just the normal one. This one has some citrus in it. Yes, and it is amazing. Oh, just a well. sip. Just, yeah, a, just sip. a sip. You just might sip. like it. Yeah. You might. I mean, there's some also residual limoncello and gin mix, so that's fine. <laughs> You're good. We're men. <laughs> Manly men. Are we? <laughs> oh, no. That's that's right. You got that promotion. So oh, fuck off. <laughs> How many times can we bring it up in the podcast? Let's see. Um, we'll have a counter. We'll have a counter for it. Let's not. Wh- so, when do you um, think? When do you think Ace is going to get promoted? I think he is. I think no he is. way. I th- no, I think he's getting sergeant pretty soon. No, oh, that's right. has to be LC. Who the fuck is Ace? Never mind. Uh, he's like it? the he's like the small Greek child. He's not Greek. He's like he's Mexican. Hispanic. Yeah. Really awesome. Latinx. Guy. Mix him. Latinx. Shut the fuck up. Stop it. <laughs> I know he's cringing too. If he's even fucking listening. What do you think of that? Definitely, definitely sip it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah, I. Yeah. That's how I feel. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, it's, even, it's good taste. It tastes good. We it's didn't not, even. We didn't even a, watch you to let you know like this is a sipper. <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot. If you want to get fucked up, hey, just fucking chug it. it oh good. yeah, don't do that. Yeah, no, no, for me, yeah. for me, it's about flavor. It's oh, yeah, I, I smoke for flavor definitely. and I drink for flavor. I I. I smoke for the nicotine. Like, do you really? I straight up. That's how most people are. I think. Um, <laughs> I mean, I do the lowest nicotine, like three. So basically, mm-hmm. nothing. Like, I have to inhale. If it doesn't, every, every breath for the next two minutes has to be like constant inhalation of vape in order for me to actually get. If it doesn't taste well, like, I'm on six and I have to jump here soon. So, if it doesn't taste like uh, tobacco, I'm definitely not interested. That's how I am with uh with the smoking. Yeah, I mean, you can have you can have like vape juice that tastes like. There, there's tobacco. Actually, but, I, I, but would, I would, I would, I make fun of you. I would consider coffee flavored vape. Oh, maybe. Oh my, you just done fucked up. Okay. <laughs> you really did. Good God, that's you gonna have, be that's gonna be interesting. I don't know. Oh, you don't have one. Thing. No. Well, well, let's put it like this. Like I, uh, I've had a Red Bull one, hmm. and it straight up it tastes like Red Bull. Yeah, there's, can, there was no fucking difference between when I was drinking the Red Bull and when I was uh, <laughs> vaping. But so this is my thing though. Like, when are we gonna get porn star flavored vape? Uh, hopefully uh. never. <laughs> don't you dare! Don't you dare, Trent! I swear to fuck. Uh, I don't. I don't really want to know. I don't. Like the, I don't, I don't really want to like know. The, I don't like the aha ha finger you have going up right now. So I wouldn't exactly say that it is porn star star flavored. <laughs> However, I have a fucking buddy. Well, it needs to be fucking that, Bible flavored. That knows of, that knows of a porn juice. <laughs> porn juice. <laughs> <laughs> but knows of a vape juice that's called fucking. Uh, 
uh, pussy juice. So, oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's just a name. We might need these. Please, please pardon this uh, yeah. momentary ASMR okay. of putting on the pop filters. Can you even hear me? Can you even hear me with both of the filters? Yeah. Does that sound better? I think I, that sounds better. A little better. bit, actually. I think, yeah. so. I think so. I think we've found the winning. I think we found the win. Oh, yeah. The I, I set up my volume a little higher. That's a lot better. The Wombo Combo. Have we found the you Wombo volume? Combo? You motherfucker. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, these cool inline aux cords have like. E- I usually tell people if you have like a pair of headphones that have an auxiliary connection. Unfortunately, I have Bluetooth, so. Yeah, well. Well, you know, you, 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 you do look a lot more hip with those those uh, you do. tennis shoe with looking. The tennis shoe laced fucking auxiliary headphones from the dollar store. As your elder, I'm telling you, you still look young. Well, thank you. At least you're not one of the motherfuckers saying I look 42. <laughs> no, that's just fucked up. That's just your mustache. Your mustache itself is actually 42. You, I'm going to throw you a Roman salute. You are like 24. <laughs> you're 24, but your you mustache... Don't make German. No, that's what that is. I know exactly. Okay, that's okay, why okay. I said that. <laughs> yeah, uh, welcome back to the podcast. I actually haven't given the proper introduction <laughs> since we've gotten back. So, welcome this back, is, folks. This is, this is um, like the stuff you put on the back end. Yeah, yeah. we just got done uh, consuming uh, sustenance. Dude, I love consumption. I love consumption as an act. It's so great. Okay, Mr. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what I was going to say to that. Uh, Me neither. So now we're sipping on some stuff and things. I'm sipping on Bailey's as a true um, alcoholic. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I, I love Bailey's. Bailey's mm. is so good to me. I haven't I, had any yet. It tastes better on ice cream in my opinion. Oh, it tastes better <clears throat> on a lot of things. Oh, have, you, have you ever drank Bailey's from a shoe? That's a reference. I don't even know the reference. My friends just say it. Anywho. Hey, so I wanted to bring oh. back up uh, the sci-fi thing again, if I if I may, because um, absolutely not. Oh, so you think you're an author on debatespot.net? You can just do whatever the fuck you. Of course, anything. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, well, anyway, I wanted to bring up. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, well? So I I was wrong. It wasn't um, Jules Verne. It was H. G. Wells was the author I was bring, trying to bring I think up. It's, I think it's the volume audio levels are better without the pop filters. Why does so? that ring a bell? Um, so H.G. Wells is known for just, Around the World in 80 Days. Just give it a slight tap, just like move it over. You know? Yeah. Uh, he's known for um, uh, Around the World in 80 Days on a couple That's others like why that. I know him, all right. And um, anyway, one of my favorite books from him, and this one's a hard one to read because it's racist. It's, it's really. What? What? No. What? Oh, sorry, you said hard to read, so that wouldn't have... Yeah, no, I, I'm not talking about hard to read from a, a liberal complexion. I, I'm talking oh about, like, Lord. hard to read from, um, oh, uh, like a literary standpoint. It's, right. not, it's very so, like, dry. Very, very, it's very dry. Very grammarly sound, very complex grammar structure. Kind of like words. back in the day where, like, pop novels, or, or sorry, uh, uh, paperback novels were, like, paid for by the word kind of thing. So yeah. he's describing everything in detail. And, again, it's early sci-fi. So, like, again, that's how a lot of it was. It's called... The War in the Air, and uh, it predates the First World War by like 12 years, and he depicts an aerial battle between the German Empire and the American Navy with zeppelins and uh, gliders over the Atlantic. Gliders? A little bit of foreshadowing there, but okay. Gliders? Fuck off with your fucking oceanic gliders. Over the ocean? <clears throat> no, it was over New York City. The battle takes place over New York, oh, if good. I remember Over correctly. buildings and shit, right. Yeah. Gliders, you know, the fucking things. How are the updrafts in I, New York I City? I think you're missing the point. This this predates, this novel predates the Great War by, like, 12 years. Oh. And okay. Did you catch that? Stupid foreshadowing yeah, I did, but to what legitimately Really happened. happened. Yeah. 
it's amazing how much he insight he had into not only where aviation could go, but how the military would use it. Um, of course, we never had any grand Zeppelin fights in the air, but we did have Zeppelin bombing campaigns over enemy territory where it was contested airspace at best, and they still flew over those areas. I thought the um, Zeppelins were used strictly for... Uh, reconnaissance? Thank you. Uh, at first they were, but uh, occasion, uh, after, after, as, as were aircraft, in fact. Um, in fact, the first airstrikes... I think so. What? Can you all hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I, hear yeah, you. I, I can hear you. Um, in fact, the first airstrikes from a fixed-wing aircraft was uh, some jackass second lieutenant um, in the, the German army was like, I'm going to throw a grenade into the, the enemy trench. Fuck those guys. It, that's literally the first the first person that conceived of throwing dangerous ordnance at the enemy from an airplane was just a... A, a, a disgruntled officer. Yes, a butter bar. I thought you were going to talk about the... Uh, I believe he was British that uh, tied... Uh, Whatever the rocket launch at the time was, do his fucking fixed wing aircraft, and then we just do bombing runs of the fucking trench. Uh, I'm not. I could, super I could familiar. be thinking about World War Two. I'm not. I'm not I mean, super familiar. Time, but if they ever do ground runs, it was mostly with the the gun. Yeah, yeah. So, but but again, uh, the first airstrike was with a hand grenade at low altitude. He dropped it into a trench. I mean, how and much of a Chad do you have to be to, to be able to drop yeah, a the, hand the, grenade? The Red Baron's first five six kills like in the air. Was not as a pilot; it was as a a, a uh, observer in the backseat of a reconnaissance aircraft. And it didn't. This was before they had just, machine guns. He in foolishly it. dropped the toolbox. No, no, no. And that <laughs> came no down and you're, fucking. You're gonna love craved this. In a so skull. before they even put machine gun mounts in the back end of these reconnaissance aircraft for defensive purposes from fighters, uh, reconnaissance um, uh, specialists, excuse me, had to carry shotguns. To shoot at the planes? Yes. Um, okay. Uh, and then later he became a pilot. This is World, this is World War Two. World War One. World War, World War One. Yeah. The Great, the Great War. War. You know, the war to end all wars that didn't. Well, I mean, at the time when you think about everything that's fucking going down, like... It was definitely the end of the world to them, for sure. Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah. Not to mention just a horrible... <laughs> way that war was fought i mean i mean bad tactics good technology no hey, one was uh, ready i mean hey. there was plenty of chances to get it right, right see but so you're gonna go down there you're gonna dig a fucking hole see and you're gonna fucking go down that hole and you're gonna stay there see and you're gonna pop your head out and bang bang and then well, go back down well that was necessary Horrible. that was the best well, way they to fight also it came up with the uh move that damn it they also came out with the uh essentially the come close my friend it's not gonna bite you <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you bite my mic, you're not getting that ten dollars. <laughs> uh, uh, no, they essentially came out with a uh, periscope for snipers mm -hmm. at the time, yeah. and they would uh, basically sit there with a fucking string and just a bunch of mirrors yeah. that would go directly to the line of sight. Yeah, and they would and just, just yank pull, the string, pull the fucking string when yep, they thought crazy. they had when they thought they had a sight because it, it, it was still iron sights. And, and let's be clear, maneuver warfare is slowly becoming irrelevant. Did they, they not have optics at that time? No, it was strictly, no. They did. They did. What was the distance? What was the distance between optics like, had been around since our civil war? What was the distance between like the average distance between enemy trenches? Uh, hmm. One to two hundred meters. Wow, not far. In fact, most of them were shorter. There's a lot that were crazy. short, like eighty Even meters. 
80 sure, meters. like a, one of the like the guy who tossed a fucking grenade from the airplane could definitely toss a fucking grenade over that distance into a fucking trench, especially like the lowered numbers, you know. Well, mm-hmm. I'm thinking between like the second and the second offense, like the actual line itself, mm-hmm. Dead Man's Land, was like no more than like maybe 60 meters. Yeah, at, that's at, incredible. At maximum. Yeah, that's wild. Because remember, like, because like I always thought in my mind, like we were talking like a 300 meter stretch, no. 400 meters. Oh, no, God. no, no, like the, you can you can hear the fucker it, sneeze it, in the next it, trench. Yeah, 100. Yeah. It, 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 it's all. <laughs> they could talk. They- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, "What the." F- are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobilecom switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. They, they shouted at each other. From, uh, hello. From, yeah. silly, silly they would British, mock each other. Well, I mean, silly British uh, people. On the uh, on the famous Christmas, like they mm-hmm. would walk across fucking dead man's land mm-hmm. and start playing cards with each other. Soccer. They would, they would soccer. Uh, it's kind of like They exchange gifts. It's they, a, they exchange gifts. They showed pictures of each other's families. What a like, fucking like crazy thing. No, they legitimately right? cut off the war entirely you had for that two sides Christmas. Who <laughs> were like just warring out, told to, drafted, mm-hmm. yep. say, hey, you're going to go fight these people and on Christmas. They were like, nah, we'll, yeah, yeah, it's, there's no war. We're going to. Against what their lieutenants and above said. Yeah. Right. They, they, the they, officer they, corps they, was very <laughs> upset about this. When are they not upset, though? Yeah. I mean, not usually at, like, I'm not talking about like, soldiers. Like, when are they not upset about anything going on? Well, they're never upset when, like, military, like, doctrine is not working or when, you know, they're not effective as a, as a yeah. cohesive organization. That doesn't upset them. It upsets them when they look bad. Mm. It's all about, I mean, to be fair, the whole game in the officer corps is just politics. So you have to look yeah. at, like, well, to also, succeed. Also, to be fair, if a captain fucked up, he would go back to his desk, see a pistol with one round, and know what to do. So like a real fuck up, to real tired. bad. Like, to, like oh, yeah, it had to be a no, major it was, fuck up. It was that. Uh, yeah, no, no listeners. Uh, what they're trying to reference is the his last final chance to qualify at the pistol range. <laughs> uh, that's what that's what they're talking about. Yeah. right? it's yeah. a very short range pistol range, but mm-hmm. you know, only yeah, about a couple so. inches. But <laughs> so, general uh, sci-fi, you were telling me, and I had to cut you off because we we're going to save it for the podcast. You said you had a theory or something about the Large Hadron Collider. So I don't remember the exact name. Okay. And I don't remember everything about it, but I do know that there are some that believe that when the Hydron Collider uh, went off. It essentially like skipped us to a different timeline, and that is where the uh, Berenstein effect and a bunch of like memories were getting fucked mm-hmm. and shit like that, because it essentially jumped the timeline and switched a bunch of shit. I've heard one similar where yeah. it's been instead of we jumped 
the 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 conjecture is that the the experiment actually is merging realities. That's why there's people that remember Berenstein things differently than others. They're they're both correct from where they were, and now that we're in a shared environment. That's where the confusion comes from. I love that. Well, that's a great conspiracy theory, but my favorite conspiracy theory is that everything's going to be all right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, um, I hate to use Occam's razor Mm -hmm. or uh, Sir Isaac. Well, just don't then. If you don't like it, don't use it. Sir Isaac Newton's flaming laser sword. Go Um, get a Gillette. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) I hate using that, especially in the context of a podcast, but, but like, it's an interesting thing to think about, right? I mean... Uh, it would definitely help explain think, where all this weird shit's coming I think, from. I think of that more or less on the lines of uh, you have like the the Mandela effect. Uh, you know, is that what it is? Yeah, Mandela effect. They is call the it that. But Mandela effect is you know people. Were, it was originally that it's called that because people thought that uh, Nelson Mandela died in prison. Yeah. I mean, to be frank, I don't know the answer. Well, the, well, again, the conjecture from the one I've heard is that both parties. Of people that saw uh, remember it differently are correct. We're in a shared environment now, <sighs> and we're cons- and that's why all this weird shit keeps happening, right? Well, it feels like you know, like Earth just keeps accelerating into the dumpster fire because <laughs> like all these bad things are happening. Because like the farther and farther away you get from like we'll call it prime Earth, wow, that's that's bigoted. I that guess. is like some Shoot. shitty sci-fi writing. Uh, that, that, yeah. that, that's some bigoted. Yeah, that. my Earth is the original. I'm Earth. very critical. So as an amateur writer, mm-hmm. <clears throat> <clears throat> let me just started. adjust my tie. Um, started on that shit. Yeah, I. Uh, my friend James is also a. Uh, he's a very good writer. He is. I think he's more akin to Lovecraft. Mm. Um, in his like imagination. Is he racist? No, no, no. <laughs> he, he didn't. No, no, he's not. He didn't name his cat a. a oh a hell yeah! Word. Let's go. Um, no, he didn't do that. But he, in his in his style of writing and how imaginative <laughs> he is, and how, creating these worlds that he creates, um, very good writer. Very much a great writer. Uh, someone who I actually uh, very much respect. Um, that's why I keep him as a friend because it's nice to be able to talk with him about writing and stuff like that or what struggles we're having to go through with our whatever thing we're working on he's very good short story writer very good at that um but yeah and uh, you know as such as like you 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 hone these skills over like you know years and years and years like i've been writing just for myself for like 10 years right uh and you know i think i can i think i can definitely like be able to critique something um and not come off as not knowing what i'm talking about like mm-hmm. there's definitely there's definitive ways to make a good character arc and you know make a good story and what constitutes a good story what kind of style you're going for you know what works what doesn't and those are all things that you know you learn over the course of like a decade you know just working and just writing right you literally just in order to get better at writing you just have to fucking do it just fucking do it i'd say i have, I have experience writing it's the same with pixel art it's yeah. the same with drawing in general. Mm-hmm. Like I've been any art form, for any art form, thirteen except photography. Time. Photography you can just do on the yeah. fly if you know the rules, you're good. Yeah, yeah, like rule of thirds and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and how to properly expose your shot. Yeah, but other other nice than photography, you need to practice. This is a yeah. perishable skill. I mean, so I mean, it's, I don't, I don't think you really have to. Yeah, I think especially nowadays with photography, mm-hmm. uh, where like every shot you take is inconsequential right like in the days of fucking you know film like you had a limited amount of shots and if you fucked it up then 
there goes that shot, right? There goes that piece of film. Congrats. Uh, get better, noob. Uh, you know, whereas now we have a fucking 13 megapixel camera in your pocket at all times that can auto expose, can auto focus, can do all these crazy, amazing things. I'm thankful for it. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, with the recent, you know, whatever you can now take a photo in, in the dark where you basically, it simulates a long shutter speed. And so you just hold your camera still and it'll take that long exposure. And now you have a, you know, a brighter photo than you would otherwise, right? You go back to a couple versions of the software and you didn't have that. Really love that. But like, if I can hand somebody a DSLR and they know what every single setting means, what ISO, what aperture, what fucking, what shutter speed is, that's a photographer. Mm-hmm. That is somebody who knows Someone the Someone that could take a Polaroid and do it right. That is like, what I would consider. I mean, I think, I think even a Polaroid is a little bit fucking two point and shoot, right? You yeah. don't have, there's no settings you have to configure. You just, Click it and then you give it to fucking Kodak to. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong; it has process. a lot of charm to it being film. Oh yeah, but, you but, can you can fake film like with editing, but like there's nothing like a 100 percent authentic film, authentic film picture. Oh my god, it just has a, it just you can tell. I don't know how to explain it, but you can tell. Yeah, and it's so beautiful. And you know, you know, I guess I'm trying to like I've been developing my like my style, what I'm trying to go for in my things. I really love taking pictures of eyes. I love taking pictures of eyes. I love macros. Um, actually, just posted a couple on, and now we have a photo- photography page yep, on the debatespot.net where I'm posting all of my pictures. And those were like years and years old, right? So I'm not even posting any of my new shit, right? Uh, so like. I'm kind of like trying to show that I know how to take pictures and I know what I'm doing. Um, nah, no one would ever believe you. Yeah, no one would ever believe me. But uh, but I think, you know, it's just I think I've, I'm starting to hone in on what I like to do. And that's like taking pictures of eyes, trying to convey. A, I'm not too much on the story, like a story behind every photograph. I think it's horseshit. I think that's something really only like pretentious people say, <laughs> like pretentious people with photography. Yeah. Like well, like oh, well, if you look at the, if you look at how the structure of the photo of the photo is is piled up, you can see that. He, like shut the fuck up, dude. It's, it's a, a cool looking a fucking, picture. It's a picture of a fucking dog. It's, what, yeah, it's a what? picture. <laughs> it's a picture of a fucking flower. Like I don't, I don't want to push back on that shit too, because even in regular art, quote unquote regular art, in any medium, oh, right? Like contemporary. Like, yeah. So so that attitude. Is extremely toxic, and and I, I and here's why: the only thing that makes art art and not craftsmanship, being a copy or or, or a replicant of a thing that you're doing, uh, like like the the masters did, and then you're yeah. you're doing that as a as practice or as a as an homage. Real art makes people feel things they can't describe. Yeah, um, it it either does that or it has a secondary function, which is typically um uh, uh exciting the imagination or the will to do a thing so statues that uh evoke um awe or inspiration or paintings that do the same or evoke um strange feelings of sadness you can't really pin down that's what art really is well, well shit I, what's the old saying art's worth of 600 words or something like that something like a that. picture's worth a thousand words yeah yeah uh, it's 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 like um but like when people say, "Oh, the the heavy handedness of the stroke," yeah, like fuck shut off, the fuck dude. up, put that dildo up your ass, and shut the fuck up. I hate it so much. Dude. It's it's like one, you're you are, 
taking away like I always thought that the idea of having high school art and having that as a as like a gradable thing like A B C D E F G or e, <laughs> A B C D F is stupid. Is stupid. Um, uh, sure, there's some objective skill that you can have with painting and you know photography, whatever I guess, mm-hmm. but. If I'm grading somebody's piece of art or photograph or, you know, painting, drawing, whatever the fuck it is, um, I'm as so long as effort was displayed and they actually did it, congrats, you just got a hundred percent. So Because uh, because if I'm grading like, uh, I'm gonna give it a C. Why? Uh, because Oh, you're your subjective sense of what art is is getting in the way of what you are grading this person as. Fuck that. Art teachers, get a, get a fucking handle on what you want to grade because everyone gets turned off of art and we have few artists every year because of but it's asshole also teachers a scam, like But that. it's also a scam right now because like what happens is a multimillionaire commissions a piece of art by a buddy of his who went to art school, right? And so he buys the piece of art for like, t- he's like, oh wow, I commissioned it. He's like, all right, well... Let me get a commissioner to, to, to appraise it. Now the commissioner knows the, the fuck that means. Now, now the commissioner knows the the the, the, the guy who's who's commissioned the piece. They're yeah, good buddies. The billionaire. Now the, the commissioner will be like, you know what? Ten million dollars. I would say it's worth ten million dollars. Then you know what this, this millionaire does? Goes and sells it? No. Better. He donates it to charity. Tax write off. No taxes for the year. Oh. Oh, so he says, oh, well, I just donated something that has 10 million appraisal. So mm-hmm. that's 10 million of money that I've given. Yeah, um, the whole art, like art scene, art mm-hmm. community, like we're talking like high end art, quote unquote, where like, you know, they're buying paintings and all that shirt. It's a tight knit community that gives zero fucks about actual artists. Mm-hmm. They give a fuck about the name. It could it doesn't have to it doesn't matter what's on the canvas or the frame. It's all about who did it. And what the whole committee agrees the price is at. That's you literally just described the entire art market. You literally just described yeah, it. it. Some some it, billionaire. Some some billionaire says, "Hey, pay me something, fucking mini Picasso," and they do it. And then I take it to this buddy here, who is a friend of mine, and they say, "Yeah, it's worth ten million." But is that right? Is that good for you? And he goes, "Yeah, that's perfect. Let me just go fucking take it." And then they go sell it at auction, uh, and they. You know, preface it like, oh, this art piece is worth $10 million and we'll start the bidding at 10000 and you fucking go from there. Meanwhile, the fucking cost of materials, uh, if you want to quantify the fucking cost of his art degree, you could too. You know what I mean? It's all just a bunch of people gluing together to make something so special and those people are killing art. They kill art. It's been dead for almost a century. They shoot it dead because of this horseshit that they put it through. I mean, I can't even think of like the last like big piece of actual art that has come out in the Western <clears throat> canon. Yeah, good, good question. Who knows? And don't say don't say women menstruating on a fucking white canvas. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So that's that's another thing is like performance they, art. They care about you know Pollock. They care about the fucking Picassos. They care about you know uh, Van Goghs. You know. Sure, the classical. You know who they always, always just pass over? 
When honestly, for I, recognition. I could blow a fucking uh, red paint can across the fucking white canvas. Yeah. Say like, hey, here's this. I call it Cobain's last fucking thoughts. <laughs> and someone's just like, oh, it's worth like 20 mil. Oh no, my God. I, 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 I wasn't expecting that. No, I spilled amazing. a fucking paint can and I decided yeah, I, to fucking I, I sell spilled, it. Like. I spilled a Gatorade on this canvas. <laughs> my it wasn't actually for sale. You just walked into my studio and bought it. it my awesome. my Persian minx cat painted this. You know what's ten amazing? million dollars? You know what's amazing? Yeah, they did that. They did something with with whatever. Uh, trying to you know like how they oftentimes have videos of like wine like sommeliers like going to test cheap or good wine, and they do all this that other stuff. They did the same thing with like art connoisseurs or whatever, and they had like a monkey paint a picture like an actual fucking monkey from a zoo paint a picture and they put in a gallery you know with all the lights all yeah. the all the okay. ambiance and put a price tag and you know no one could guess that it was you know they estimated what it, what it would cost you know and they they asked the people to be like hey what kind of skill does this person convey you know, and they were pulling on some bullshit like, oh, like when people taste wine. Oh, yes, it's a it was a very hot summer that day. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. And the 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 vineyard's uh, wife was pregnant with a boy and they do that shit. Right. So they're doing the same shit with that piece of shit artwork that was done by an animal. And they were like estimating like, oh, I think it's worth like. Five hundred thousand you know, dollars, and they were really like it was done by a monkey, and they're like, oh, oh, you know whose name they always pass up when they talk about good artists? Hmm. Adolf Hitler. They never give credit to the OG. Okay, yeah, All I right. get, I get it. <laughs> he, so he has a bad rap. His art's not, not bad. bad. It's not bad. That's the hilarious so, part. So here's the funny thing. Uh, apparently, like years and years later, well, like you tell me about this. This is good. Like, I, I can't remember the exact years, but it was like the late 1900s. They apparently found a letter <laughs> addressed to Hitler saying, hey, you got into the fucking art school. Amazing. If only he got that letter. So here, so, so you know what's really funny about that, though? So and, I, and I totally forgot about this. When, when he, the, the reason he was rejected, right, it's not because he had technical issues with his work. And there's a little bit. The famous one, an example... Is that uh, the one of the staircase by the uh, the cottage? the The staircase uh, goes into the wall, like it, it exists at the wall, and then proceeds into pop out of reality. It's a, it's a bizarre, like oopsie. He he fucked that up. Um, but otherwise, it's still done very technically well. Um, I mean, the school he was I've, going to I've was seen some of those pieces. They're was beautiful. The, some of the things he was actually the school he was going to. He's an ugly human being, but his artwork is beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> hate hate the uh, game, not not the player. Hate all the, the way around. Hate the player, the not the game. I'm pretty sure Hitler would disagree. <laughs> well, he would say some other things like, oh, "I hate the truth." I hate the truth. I mean, so would his ashtray, but. The what's that? <laughs> For Who? fuck's sake. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, about artwork. <laughs> I did not catch on to that. Yeah, you were a little slow there. Yeah, I know. Well, this Sheesh. has a whole new rating to it. However, you mentioned sci-fi originally, and somehow we got into 40s artwork. This is how the podcast works. This the podcast works. The podcast works. This is how the podcast works in Cox's house. <laughs> And this is how I want it to work because it's delightful because it's just a conversation at this point, you know? Yeah. 
just a well, natural you, conversation. You started something. Yeah, he was talking about the New York fucking Oh, the war in the air. Asian yeah, war, from H.G. Yeah. Wells. Yeah. Uh, it was just interesting reading that, knowing it was predating the Great War, um, and the only examples he had to go on were the Napoleonic Wars to the American Civil War for, for use of aerial photography, or sorry, aerial reconnaissance through hot air balloon. That's all he had to go on. Um, and even Benjamin Franklin, uh, I can't remember the letter and the exact quote, but uh, he basically ponders like, how great would it be to be able to, what kind of uh, mischief do you think a bunch of soldiers falling uh, into enemy territory could do if they could just fall from the sky, right? Like, he ponders that in writing to like uh, another founding father. Who is this, Benjamin Franklin? Yeah. In fact, you know what? Let me, That's uh, pretty awesome. Let me look for hey, the was, quote. He pretty much fucking... Oh, yeah. how great would it be if paratroopers could come down and just fuck shit up? Yeah. Uh, no, translation it, there. Translation from Old English to New English. Oh, how good would it be if they could just, like, I don't know, like, drop just, out of the plane, like, fuck shit up? Hold on. Let me let me find it, because this, this is great. Well, I mean, it's no different than the ironclads keeping a bunch of uh, soldiers going down the Mississippi or whatever river it was at the time. I forgot. <laughs> and then dropping off soldiers behind enemy Jesus lines. fucking Christ. I'm the phone. Piece of shit. Fuck. Look at this thing, man. My ears. <laughs> You were going to show us a piece of paper that was written on by Benjamin Franklin that says that? No, I want, I, believe the you. I want the quote. Oh, you want the direct quote. There we go. Google's being a bitch right now. Oh, Google, why do you, why do you be Oh, my so? God. Just fucking... Google, why do you be there so... <sighs> Thank you. Use mine. No. Because apparently crazy. your phone doesn't work, even it though doesn't. you get a paycheck no, twice a year. It's crazy how your phone doesn't even work after, at all. After watching you slam it against the table. Gee, I wonder why it doesn't work. I thought... <laughs> That a little bang bang on the table would work it. So while we're waiting for him to pull that up, tell you me more about this giant section of that bed. Uh, yes, Tankuri Rangpur. Uh, it is the podcast drink of choice. It is a light, refreshing gin. I wouldn't say uh, refreshing, but okay. Which, it is very refreshing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Everyone has their own taste of alcohol. That's completely acceptable. I have it now. Okay, go ahead. And then so, I'm going to talk more about the gin. So, Benjamin Franklin first envisioned airborne troops deployed by parachute from hot air balloons flying behind enemy lines in a 1784 letter. Quote, And where is the prince who can afford so to cover his country with troops in its defense, as that 10,000 men descending from the clouds might not in many places do an infinite deal of mischief before a force could be brought together to repel them? Yeah, I'm so glad you said it how you said it, because, man, fuck how those guys talked. I love right. it. Any who's old. He, he's, he's, that's amazing, right? The, that's all H.G. Wells had to work with as a, con- as a concept. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah, gin. Gin, gin, gin. Uh, do you know a lot about gin? Um, I know it's not my drink of choice. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we'll, we'll, we'll cover some stuff. Uh, we'll talk about the differences between, say, uh, gin, we'll talk about rum, and we'll talk about whiskey. The differences, shall we? So, whiskey and rum, right? Whiskey and rum. What is much, the rum gun? Pretty much go under the same processes, right? They are fermented, right? And they are distilled. <gasps> um, and then you could age rum. Uh, I don't know if it's aged standard, but whiskey definitely is. Uh, whiskey is 100% aged in a uh, barrel. Uh, it could be American white oak, uh, oak cedar. Uh, typically, it's going to be oak or, or cherry wood as well. Cherry wood also in, imparts a pretty interesting flavor to whiskeys. A gin, 
adds something to the process. Uh, it is not aged per se. I don't think it's tossed to a. It's not tossed into a cask or anything like that. But when it's distilled, so it goes under fermentation, right? And then it is then distilled. So it's put into a still. Uh, it's brought up to heat, right? Mm, we, want, we want the alcohol to boil off, um, and then followed by the water. So the first bit that comes off the evaporation will be mostly alcohol, ethanol, and a little bit of methanol, right? Now the the part where gin uh, changes it up is the advent of the gin basket. Now the gin basket, so aptly named because that is where this process came from. Uh, a gin basket is essentially a basket where you put in herbals, like in normal gin you have juniper, uh, I think elderberry, and some other you know botanicals, right? You put this inside the still right along the path that the vapor will take and as the hot vapor hot alcohol vapor passes through these botanicals it imparts the flavors and aromatics from those botanicals into the actual gin so for this right we're, we're thinking i'm thinking of normal ingredients that go into a gin basket adding maybe a little bit more let orange peel uh, more citrusy notes right and lo and behold, what you get at the end is a gin that is infused with the flavors of orange and citrus, right? Reminds me a bit of grapefruit, honestly. Like yeah. The more I drink it, the more I taste grapefruit. Yeah, you'll probably just get anything citrusy, really, whatever comes to mind. Um, whiskey doesn't really have a gin basket. Again, this is something that's pretty much exclusive. However, you can do it. Vodkas do this sometimes. Uh, however, cheaper vodkas will be like artificially flavored. Um However, this it doesn't. It's not specific to gin, um, so a vodka can do this if they want to do like a wholly, completely natural like vodka or vanilla vodka. They would do the same process where they had vanilla beans inside that gin basket, and then there you go. Now you have vodka, and truly the only difference between vodka, uh, whiskey, is the source of the sugars and starches that the yeast ferment, and whether or not it gets aged, right? So for whiskey, depending on the whiskey, because there's a whole bunch of sub-branches, right? Whiskey is normally just grain, right? So rye, wheat, hops as for, hops is a flavoring, but you know, you get the idea, right? Um, uh, hops is for beer, I'm a fucking idiot. Any huzo, I'm sure you can do the same thing. It depends on what you want to do. Experimentation um, with, with, with vodka, potatoes, or a corn vodka. Rice. Or rice, right? Rice also drives uh, rice wine or sake, um, which is what uh, sake is. It's derived from rice. Um, uh, mead. I make mead. It's in that bucket right there. It's in that big steel drum. I have seven gallons fermenting right now. Well, when you finish it, call me. I uh, would I love have... to compare it to... Um... What was uh, it I had? Uh, you, Russian honey mead. You don't have to wait because I have a bottle ready. Ooh. Uh, I'll, I'll be right back. You got some time. Yeah, no, that, that stuff was actually really good. Uh, when you invited me over for um, your barbecue um, several months back, uh, I, had, I had a couple sips of that. It wasn't bad. It was it was sweeter than what I like in my liquor, but um, it it was good. Um, especially, like, I, I, like, I appreciated the fact it was homemade. It was yours. It was your recipe. Um that was really special. Oh yeah, and you've got that that bottle with the um, 
Jesus, that that uh that plastic cork on it. That's right. Damn, that's a lot. Look at that. Oof. Okay, so let me tell you about this mead right here. Uh, this mead um, is on the lines of about four to three months old now. Citrusy as fuck. And yeah, this is completely homemade. Hmm. It is back sweetened with honey to make it taste like honey because a lot of the meads that I've encountered just taste like white wine and then uh, something I'm vehemently against if i have a mead a beverage that's made from honey i expect it tastes like fucking honey so in comparison to the russian honey mead that i had back in germany yours is definitely on the sweeter side mm -hmm. oh absolutely yes it is a sweeter mead and the hint of honey instead of being at the beginning of the taste is more of an aftertaste mm -hmm. don't know how the hell you did it don't know how the hell they did it but it definitely just changes it entirely. Yep. Don't even taste the alcohol, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's roughly around 13%. Wow. Really? Yes, 13% alcohol. Um, yeah, it's something that I'm a little bit um, very pleased with. Um, I am going to have some. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, definitely, I was inspired to do this because uh, it's not hard. And I was displeased with the current products on the market. Uh, just tasted like white wine. If I wanted a fucking white wine, I'd go get some white wine. When I want mead, I want a beverage that tastes like honey. Um, so that's gonna be interesting. Nine. You need to tell me how that tastes. On a scale out of <laughs> on a scale of one to ten. You can be honest. I right, don't, so don't mind. Scale, I'm still scale, developing the recipe. So scale of one to ten, one being I'm gonna Shit. spit it. I'm one gonna spit being, it in your face. One being like you would throw this back at the barman if he garbage. served it to you. Total garbage. And ten being it would be my preferred drink of choice anytime I saw it. I would definitely put it at about a six. Okay. It, 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 is, it is still good. It's, oh, it's actually changed so much since it's, it's aged. Still needs uh it still needs some work done to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, However, mm -hmm. if you sold it at a bar or you did a little thing like this and just offered it, yeah. I'd, definitely be something that's so, worth putting on the table so the it has actually changed quite a bit now that's aged a little bit more um which i'm actually i'm so excited to see um the i i am planning on doing a different varieties and stuff right so like as in like for example when my parents had come up to visit they had tasted it right because i was talking about talking about the process um and they tried it and my mom preferred it carbonated Right, because at the end of every fermentation process, that liquid that liquid will be yes. carbonated. So any wine that is made is carbonated, right? They have to degas it. So, you know, that's she liked it carbonated, and she only added the carbonation by means of you know club soda. However, it still got the point across, right? Um, my dad liked it without the carbonation. My mom is not prone; she is not privy to like you know sweeter wines, but my dad liked it sweet, so uh, I can definitely curtail this. I'm definitely I'm not gonna add as much me as much honey as I did last time to back sweeten. I'm really I'm my goal is just to cut the sharpness and add honey flavor. So I need to hone that. Are in. you have you ever considered putting cinnamon in it? Um, I have definitely thought of doing uh infusions uh as part of like an aging process 
definitely not part of the fermentation process. Okay. Um, I was thinking of uh, an orange, orange and lemon mead. So I would make the normal mm. base mead, and then yeah, it would be stored in a carboid with, um, with like you know, that that lemon and orange peel for like say I'd say seven days, because uh, if it goes bad, that's a problem. Uh, unless I find a means of sterilizing it, which is a very difficult process to do it reliably. So yeah, orange and orange and lemon. I, w- I would call it Grandma's remedy. Um, <laughs> I was gonna, we were gonna think about doing a apple cinnamon and call it apple pie. Uh, um, so something that I think would be interesting in and of itself would be uh, can't remember if you said it was spearmint or peppermint, but throwing just a tad bit in there. Not not enough to just to get the menthol, but get the actual flavoring in and of itself. That will be interesting. I mean, this is all like an ongoing uh, experiment too. So I'm still honing in the recipe. I'm still honing in the process. Like what what is more beneficial to the, the actual product? So it's all it's all an evolving process. Uh, I know. I know. Ooh, I know. Smell, I, know I know. I know. I know. Nathan's tastes. Nathan's mm-hmm. tastes are very spicy, um, not sweet. So like he liked that uh, Barbados rum, that darker rum. Yep. He liked that a lot. Yep. Instead of that Captain Morgan. He didn't like Captain Morgan too much. I think I've got it. I think these two, right, mixed together with club soda. By the way, you I, that? Oh, I can't do no more. I got to drive home, buddy. Uh, like a... Like right. a fizzy lemonade. Yeah, a, a gin lemonade. It's kind of what it's sounding like. I think that's well, the mix. Well, it sounds essentially like you're doing a gin and tonic, but just swapping out the tonic. Yeah. Yeah, we're using this instead. Mm-hmm. I don't have a name for it yet. I'm still thinking about that. We have to. You'll have to come back and do more experimentation. Yeah. Yes. Uh, a, a special liquor only uh, episode. Yeah, a little little small like fucking. We'll, we'll have like minutes. the shakers and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one we should we should video actually. You I I should, I, I should I should bring. Yeah, that could be part. You of the, should have your camera. I'll bring my camera. That would be part of the uh, subscribed content for the debate spot. Hell yeah! So the, you have to be a, the video part is yeah, the is video the, part is subscribe. So I had a, I had a concept uh, for the show to go into the metaverse for a second. Yeah. So, if in I wanted to show you guys a video, right? on YouTube right here on the big TV. We have the audio. Better. We could not only keep the audio in, um, we could also like embed the link on the show page as a show note. No, yeah, it would be in the description. Oh, but I mean like, you know, on the page on this on debate spot. Oh yeah, yeah. You could have the videos in sequence okay. with a timestamp like, hey, this is when we're watching this video. Yeah, awesome. Um and then uh you could even try watching it at the same time and get our live reactions to it. Yeah, I think I'm going to, I think in the next, the next special that we do, I mean, I'm not trying to do, I've been trying to think because the last special wasn't necessarily bang on like 10, like 10 episodes in, like for like, so like the next special would be like the 20th episode. Sure. Right. I'm thinking about doing that. Yeah. Just to get it, just to get it going. If I wanted to do something like a little bit more like, organic or maybe yeah do it when you feel it's special do it when i feel like hey we got a bunch of people let's fucking do this you know mm-hmm. let's fucking go so i'm probably gonna do that i think that sounds like much better because it's not i don't want it there to be like this hard rigid structure like of course it's a casual conversation about us just hanging out and talking that's that's what that's what this show is you should do a special where all of us are drunk before you start 
<laughs> and you're the only sober one. Oh, and I'm the fucking I'm the corral. Yes, no, I would be miserable. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, you can't have any alcohol on the table because I want some. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ! If I, oh, it'd be so chaotic. Oh my god, too much fondling. Uh, I can't control anybody. No, that would be so much fun. Yeah, the uh, I've been thinking about. You know, I like how I like how the theme of this was sci-fi. I mentioned like two things of sci-fi significance, <laughs> which is fine, and I love it. It's so funny to me. That's I. It's it just shows that this is this is completely organic. Mm-hmm. None of it was staged, folks. None of it was scripted. So if any of you ever think that I'm a fraud, I will find you, and I will kill you with love and compassion. Yeah, yeah. Kill him with kindness. Kill him with kindness. Kill him That's with like kindness. Cardi B said or something. Did she really? I'm never saying no. that again. No, I don't know. I was just saying some random Okay, because I, I don't want to emulate her ever. If she's breathing, I want to stop. Well, have you ever wanted... <laughs> <laughs> well, have you ever wanted to get like a boob job or like a butt job? Not anymore. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, since you know now. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Anything buddy. she does, I want to be the exact opposite. I didn't mean to like ruin your dreams there of having... No, it's yeah, her fault, not yours. Rack. It's it's hers, her not yours. Yeah, thanks, Cardi B. Yeah, I want it oh, to be beautiful. Actually, if memory serves, before the break, I mentioned Cyberpunk, and you immediately yes, yes. talked about right. Cyberpunk that after the break. Thank you so much. A face of yes. pure disgust. Yes, yes, because I have some fuck. No, it's not disgust. I have some fucking talking points, and we're gonna go to break. Technical difficulties. Uh, oh, that was like friends. I fucking hate it. Oh, anyway. yeah. Welcome to the after show, uh, subscribers. Damn, that uh, was cringe, bro. Uh, that was Reddit tier. I will keep this as normal content. I lied. I'm going to keep this as normal content. Uh, videos will be. Videos. Yeah, videos yeah. will be subscriber yeah. content. Yeah. I'm not going to have the podcast. It's just too much work. I like the nice, easy workflow. Anyway, sorry I lied. Uh, But if you want access to the video, you have to be subscribed. So if you want access to the video that's being recorded right now, you have to be subscribed. Go over to baits.net and get access like that. You can have the full podcast available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts is where we're at now. There will be more more to come, like Google Play. But, uh, yeah, so if you want to watch the video of the after show, Hop on over to debates about not net and subscribe. Um, yeah, cyberpunk. Yeah, just the automatic disgust in your fucking no, face. I, is it's, it's not disgust with the game; it's to disgust with the fan base. You guys are ruining fucking games. Stop it! You guys are annoying. Everyone's fucking complaining about a digital <laughs> game that you bought digitally that can be updated. It's not like you went to GameStop and back in 2008 and you bought a CD and there's no hopes of you updating unless you get a new CD. <laughs> but it's they- a digital game. It's on Steam. <laughs> you just wait for an update. You know how many updates there's been? Probably a billion. Just it, fucking up you the know, game. Back in the day when that wasn't feasible, most people did not connect their consoles to the internet except through a wired connection. Okay. I'm so right? glad that those days are gone. So I'm not stop complaining I'm about not, Cyberpunk. No. Stop I like it when you had a full Cyberpunk. product. I like it when you had a full product. I, don't trust me. Yes, yeah, sure. I love it too. So You're just angry at DLC. So hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So I have no problem with DLC. My issue is day of game release, you go out, you buy the game, you get back, and then there's a day one update. 
immediately. Yeah, well, and that is, and that's literally sitting there like, why are you gonna let me buy a game if it's not fully fucking functional yet? You know, like, we had everyone was complaining about Cyberpunk and how much of a fucking travesty that was, and don't get me wrong, it, it was. A lot of very, what I would say to be anecdotal problems, some people, very few people, like I didn't have nearly as many problems that some some of my other people friends did, uh, and they have pretty similar systems. Wilson didn't have any problems, did he? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think, I think he did because he uninstalled it, but this is my thing. Uh, Yeah, for the people out there who were like returning the game or like wanting to get their money back and was expecting to like keep the game, go fuck yourself. That's not how any of that works. People were actually wanting to get their money back, mm-hmm. but keep the game, keep the product. Hey, I, I bought this car. Yeah, uh, it's red. It's it's it's, it's red. It, I didn't like it. I didn't know that I had to install like the wheels myself, or like I didn't know that I had to pay for car insurance. So can I like, can I like, get the money back, but like keep the car? Mm-hmm. No, no product works like that. Uh-huh. And if there is. It's a shitty business model, and they're going to go out of business. Wow. Um, okay. Boomers and millennials. Like, okay, don't get me wrong. The launch of Cyberpunk, and I think I wrote an article about this. I don't fucking know. The, the launch of Cyberpunk was a travesty, okay? The game was rushed. It got pushed back many, many times. You know, as a quote-unquote small so, dev so team. So hang on, hang on. To, ju- to jump off that real quick. So the reason that they kept pushing it back was because it was not fully functional yet. There were still bugs. There were all the shit that they were telling the fans and the fans said, no, yeah. fuck this shit. Shitty, I want it. Shitty people. And they were like, you shitty know what? People. Fuck you. Here you go. Here's the unfinished product that we're going to give you. And then they're going to go and complain about it. You know, people are blaming the devs and I'm just like, no, I entirely blame the fans. I entirely blame the fans because, you know, and people say like, no, fans don't have a have a major, you know, impact on how corporations live their lives. I was like, do you not remember that you guys bullied a fucking movie, like a fucking movie studio studio into changing how Sonic looked? What? Unless that was the most amazing PR stunt. Fucking well played, sir. Congrats. You fucking won the championship of PR stunts. So I'm also going to go off this. So going back to the cyberpunk thing, I myself am a Diablo fan. Always have been, always will be. Diablo 3 came out in 08 or 13, I can't remember. but And we've been waiting on a Diablo 4 ever since. They released one DLC character, and that was it. They've done seasons, like the normal stuff they do for Diablo. And they said, recently, uh, it was at like t- uh, 2020 BlizzCon, they were like, hey, we're, we expect late 21 to have Diablo 4 out. All of us were excited. All of us were cool. They come back later and they're like, "Hey, it had to get Psych. it had to get pushed back. We don't know a release date." And all of us were just like, "Cool, we we want a good game. Like, try to speed up the process a little bit, but give us a good game. You have shown trailers. You've shown characters. Like, we can see you are making progress, and we love what we see. Keep it up." Why couldn't Cyberpunk <laughs> do that? Um. Because, huh. because they did, and they didn't like it, unless they had their their doors closed and they didn't release a lot of content. Because I remember like watching videos of like the current gameplay and how it's standing and stuff like that. But my major anger is the fact that no one 
who was like this bitchy about cyberpunk turned and looked at Bethesda with every single fucking game they've released being buggy as shit. And then like Bethesda one of the features. Bethesda that's, was that me. The bug is a feature. Oh yeah, Tom Howard was like, it works. The fucking the the fucking meme where like the fucking you know the fucking that meme, like, oh don't look over here. Oh no, they're looking over here. We know where you are, Todd Howard. You are so lucky that no one was this passionate about your shitty ass game <laughs> when it was released. Okay, Skyrim. And you know what their fix was? You know what their fix was? Skyrim Special Edition. Do oh my not God, you get me it. fucking started oh, no. on Skyrim. No, fixed your no, issues. No, no, that's not how. Do not get me fucking started on Skyrim. Why are you going to keep re-releasing a goddamn fucking game that came out six, seven, eight years ago? Because... They're that, sh- wasn't, they're a shitty, that, that wasn't the fix. They're a shitty game studio. And so people giving shit for Project Red because of Cyberpunk need to shut the fuck up, slap themselves in the cojones, and like, hey, be a little bit aware of like your surroundings, like Bethesda, uh, Oblivion, uh, Skyrim, Morrowind, all of the Elder Scrolls series were garbage as far as like, you know, yeah, they were playable. On, on release, they were they, all trash. Yeah, they were playable. But they had sh- bugs out the ass. And you want to complain because Cyberpunk had some issues? I mean, they had some pretty significant issues, but, you know, they updated the fucking game. No, no, no. The real fix for Skyrim was the Steam Workshop. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They yeah, let, yeah. They let, Sorry, let, I mod, I they let mo- the modding community officially unofficially fixed the game no yeah i i forgot that the modern you know ways of game development is to rely heavily on the fucking modding community to make your game now better. that i'm okay with because modders so, end up making better content sometimes well yeah so they actually give a shit about the game um I, I i forgot what it was i forgot the actual game but there was a game that came out there was someone that modded a game based off the original. Sprinkles, I love you to death, but like kindly. You are an annoying little demon. You know that? Come, come here. here. No, 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 no. Come, come here, 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 come here. Come here. Come what was I saying? I lost track. Mm. Me too. All right, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, a, a fucking modder made a game over the uh, initial game, and the developers liked it so much they're like. Hey, can we work with you to make this into an official game? Uh-huh. And they did. And it's it's available on Steam and like all that shit. Like I'll I'll try to get back to y'all on the fucking name. The, but. Uh, uh Kerbal Space Program had added a feature to the game. It was the Kerbal Alarm Clock. That Kerbal Alarm Clock mod uh added so much, like it was so nice to have. Like you can, you know, set timers for like, you know, proper uh windows for launch and shit like that. And, you know, apparently the dev- developers like that mod so much that they made it just a basic part of the game. And that's the beautiful thing. Mod creators can oftentimes make a game, you know, uh, better uh, when the devs actually give a shit about their game. Skyrim does not give a fuck. Bethesda does not give a fuck. Todd Howard, I know where you are. I will find you and I will kill you with uh, love and passion. Okay, so... In a game like Skyrim, when you you get the fucking modders that are like, let me turn all the fucking dragons into Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. Put that in the game, hundred percent. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, People see Skyrim as a joke. I'm and they Thomas modded the tank such. engine. I'm Thomas just the tank engine. I'm just Thomas the tank engine. All the spiders are fucking Spider Man. Like, I'm just more or less pissed off that uh, 
the the solution for Bethesda to fix their game Skyrim was to re-release it or release the Skyrim special edition. Oh wow, the game looks slightly better and the lip sync is proper. Oh wow. All of our complaints have been checked off the list. Wait, Bethesda has a Thank game with Bethesda. actual proper lip syncing? Oh. Are you sure? Well, I mean, no. Because who is sure about a Bethesda game? Todd Howard sure as hell isn't. Man, like, I'm, I'm way out of the loop here, man. Fucking Fallout 76? I, I, I could have sworn, outside of this room, most people like Skyrim. Uh, I'll so play it once. I don't mind Skyrim. I'll play it once every I've, two years. I, I have platinumed it. Like, I don't mind Skyrim. I'm, I have issues with the company. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have issues with the company. I played the game, like, I have a couple hundred hours in the game, but at the same time, like, where I was more, more or less comparing, like, Cyberpunk and Skyrim and how people were losing their fucking mind about Cyberpunk not being fully done and having these but bugs and I think Skyrim the having these bugs. is that one had, like, a whole, almost a whole decade of hype. The train was, like, it left the station 10 years ago. Sure, that's not any of the developers' problems. That's just the fault of the fucking viewers. That they're not. They're, they were impatient. They were a bunch of neckbeards. But that's what we're sitting talking back about. like. That's oh, what I want to have sex with a cyber stripper. Like that's that was the fucking goal. They were so excited about these fucking you know features that they were like, ah, just fucking rush the game. I want to fuck something instead of doing it in real life. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, they wouldn't be able to. The people that fucking rush the game wouldn't be able to ever actually get <laughs> any pussy. So. I mean, me neither. But whatever. God bless America, land that I love. <laughs> there is uh, more patriotism in a McDonald's than there is in the entire no, 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 US no, no, Army. No, 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 no. Amazing. Chick Fil A. That that also is true. But, but have you seen the size of McDonald's American flag? The sound I was lost, but now I see. Sure. <laughs> no, no, that's it. That's it. Now you see. Save something like saved a wretch like me, I think. Mm-hmm. I love the song. Um, you know that one? That's pretty pretty. Good. You know that one? I love it. Oh, pardon me. Holy shit. <laughs> Bye. <gasps> that was exhale <laughs> by inhale. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. TX RX. <laughs> Prime time. Prime time for that meme. Yeah. Um, hot comms, baby. Hot comms. Hey man, stop hot micing. When are you gonna when are we when are we gonna do SWAT? When are we gonna do that? Ooh, I gotta get a better uh, I gotta drive. get a bigger uh, hard drive. How about you delete all your porn and just do that? My yeah, so listen. Oh, so sorry. he has to. Po- er- no, 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 we do not touch the porn. <laughs> so he has to erase his entire computer just for you. Yeah, operating yeah, system dude. and all. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> OS and everything. Program, yeah, dude. Program sixty four. No, it's just, I have no, so, I it's have all so many other. It is nothing but porn. Uh, I have like three other Steam games on there, and they all take up so much space. What other games? I, uh, let's see. I have um, probably Warzone, I'm pro- Red Dead. I'm, and- I'm actually going to uninstall War Thunder for now. Uh, so that's going to free up like a cu- couple gigs. But um, <laughs> the big one, the big ones are um. <laughs> oh shit! Well, Project mm. Wingman, that one stays on. I'm not uninstalling that. 
The Project Wingman stays. Wingman. The Project Wingman stays on Wingman. Yeah, sex. If you have caught... <laughs> <laughs> no, the... the now, okay, now that you're there, right? The aviator helmet stays yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. The, and my goggles. The, I'm sorry, honey, but the flight suit stays on. <laughs> We're just going to have to unzip the chest and then just stick it out. There we go. <laughs> Will she find it is the question. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's skin tight, baby. <laughs> You can so get, that's why you're smooth. Man, you can, <laughs> man, you can it's, smooth it's, operator it's, here. It's, oh. uh, careful, we have a smooth operator here. <laughs> you know, you can tell the different. You can tell if the quarters heads or tails in them jeans. I'll tell you what. Dog oh, razor. you guys are assholes that went out my nose. Oh. Uh, that's a new flavor. That's a new flavor right there. Uh, welcome to Dodge Ram. <laughs> The accuracy of that fucking voice. When I, yeah, when I have court, when I have sex with my wife and my Dodge Ram, she gets the tire iron and shoves it up my ass. <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty hot. I can't help but to squeal like a baby girl. <laughs> yeah. You know what? We we are we are rapidly descending as a nation that that is probably more wholesome than half the shit that really goes oh, yeah. on in this country yeah honestly oh. great now i have to make a fucking debasebot.net commercial just like that hey you ever want to read something <laughs> you want to read something that's sexy has like a picture or two <laughs> about like a watch you want to read something about a watch <laughs> you should go to debasebot.net slash horology it's really fucking cool. I actually don't even know if that's the proper URL. <laughs> no, don't don't look that up on Google. No, 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 no. Oh man, this is gonna be great subscriber content. This is just buffoonery. Yeah, yeah. This is like not even we, proper lighting and shit. Yeah, this is really where. Yeah, sorry about that. I don't have the studio lights here. Yeah, you can see. Yeah, next. Oh time, wow, very cool. Next time we'll probably like rotate it this way and then like, sure, have them peer into my house. You know, it would be interesting. If you had like, we'd have if to. If I had a studio. Well, no, no, no. If if well, you, if that you, would help. Sorry. If you had the Daddy Hayes is talking. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy Hayes I, gets I, to work. I am the eldest here. It would be cool <laughs> if like we had two stools and then you and your your sitting chair and then the fireplace on. That would be an mm. interesting setup. That would be an interesting mm, setup. Like an introduction. So how would they detect the fireplace over the audio? Oh, you would have to do that post-process. Mm. The what do you call that art of making the sound for Foley? Huh? Foley. Oh. Or Foley. Yeah, see, to get it to work, you'd actually have to do some work. I know you're not used to it, but... Okay. <laughs> okay. What was that name that you had? Trent? Yeah. Mm. Trent? Mm. Uh-oh, oh, here we go. Okay. Oh, that's Trent? That's Trent that's talking? That's the name Trent. I'm thinking um, T R E N T. I can't even say nothing about that name. I like that name. I'm thinking Earl. My name's Brandon. I think Earl sounds much dirtier. Earl. Yeah, Earl. I don't, I'm not sure about. I'm just thinking. Oh, fuck it. Sure, Earl. Dirty bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Any Earls out there? You dirty twat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This this podcast is popular with the trucking community. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know Sorry. what I want to listen to? I want to listen to some weirdo talking about hey. quantum physics. Hey. hey. <laughs> Hey, fellow truckers, uh, don't don't run me off the road. I wasn't trying to make fun they, of you. They ain't going to run us off the road in a fucking... 18-wheeler. Not not when we're fucking convoying with the fucking LNTVs and Humvees get mm -hmm. fucked. 
Yeah. Try we'll, some shit. Yeah, they'll just get, break down on their own. Pull get up. One of you yeah. have to do we're shit. Gonna fuck our own, we're going to fuck our own day up. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> get a real truck, bastards. Yeah. And we just fucking break down. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Go ahead. Amazing. Go ahead. Pull up, motherfucker. We are fighting for your freedom every day. <laughs> Dude, we're <laughs> fighting to go uphill. say. <laughs> yeah, we're fighting to go uphill these fucking that was trucks. Hang on, the fuck are you talking about? We're fighting just to get out of the goddamn motor pool. Man, dude. Uh, Not me. I'm I'm a, I'm on the gate, bro. Oh, yeah. You're protecting us. Go I fuck yourself. Pro- I am pro- protecting America's joint base. Oh, my God. Yeah, which one? There's like four. No, uh-huh. no, no. America's. Yeah, which one? There's like four. No, shut no, up. Stop. <laughs> Fuck. God. Don't, don't tell. Don't tell. You know, you know, every single post is supposed to make themselves sound so fucking cool and unique. Yeah. There's no other post like this. God damn it. Yeah. It's amazing. The great post. Sounds, home to 50 worst. Sounds like communist propaganda. Not only that, but like um, the airbase doesn't even have an actual museum. Can you believe that? What? Yeah. It's on the army side, isn't it? No, it's on the McCord side. It's an old decommissioned. And it, this is Airfield. just, yes, a, a Second World War period grass airstrip with a control tower. That's it. It's a two and a half story control tower. Well, I'll be damned. That's the museum. It is two buildings and a grass parking lot. Hmm. Wow. You know, it's going to be really fun matching up the audio of the podcast to the actual video. When you say fun, do you mean like fun? Or, uh, or do you mean like work? No, I mean the opposite. Uh, I'm actually going to have to cut the video because I... The battery's about to die. Oh, shit. That's why it's flashing. Let me block it out for a second. That's <laughs> 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 me Oh, God. Jesus. Oh, well, that'll be fine. That'll be like a little experimentation thing. Um, yeah, man. I'm just so... Uh, I'm thrilled that you guys came by. It's yeah. Fun. No, it's fun. Uh, yeah. Shame that you're not wanting to come tomorrow. Yeah, you know. Whatever, man. Just just, whatever, man. It's like you don't have a good time here or anything like that. It's like oh, pardon me. Jesus. Um, did you have an exorcist on call? Because that was fucking demon. That nah, demon. nah. You know, he no, I don't hate. believe in that poor shit. <laughs> Mine doesn't talk to me anymore after the incident. What with, with, with the ketchup. Not the is this, not the demon. Is this subscriber time story time? <laughs> no, no, I don't think the court will let me talk that's about a, that. That's a that's a working title. Sorry. Yeah, I don't think the court would let me talk about time. that right now. Or, subscriber time. The courts won't let me. Yeah. Yeah. So we have some like we have some like su- we have some subpoenas on. Mm-hmm. I can't really talk about anything, but basically a lot of blood and a lot of screaming and ketchup. The ketchup was the real problem. The ketchup. Was- you can't forget about the mail. Although I hope it was mail. It wasn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I heard mail. Like this happened at a post office. <laughs> is this the is this the improv story that we're going on to now? Is like this, you had an exorcism at a post office. Well, I'm glad that was incorrect because he said mayo. Yeah, I know he said mayo after like the third time. I was just like mayo. I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> oh shit. I'm too you tired. Be- I'm too tired to improv. You better not have bled on my National Geographic subscription. <laughs> I remember having I'll one of those. Sue you. I remember Honest having one of those. Are they even in business? I haven't they heard are. shit about yeah, they them. They are. Yes. Yep. Yes, they are. I haven't heard jack shit about them. Me neither. But confirm. I know they are. Hmm? Can confirm. They okay. are. Uh, but I think, you know, that was a good 21 minutes. You know, yeah. who knows? All of a sudden, you know, 
I think that's gonna be the podcast, folks. Uh, how is how how are you guys doing? You guys I'm good? Doing, I'm doing yeah. pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Show. Happy. Pretty good show. Yeah. A little less organized good. than the last couple. Yeah. I think it's because you didn't print out any notes. But didn't print out any notes. Yeah. I think the next one I will. We'll have a little bit more structured something. I might add a topic or two. Yeah, that's always acceptable. You know, that's what the guests are for. Um, also, we'll hopefully have like another mic on. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome to have four people in or three people without counting myself. But who knows? Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, don't forget, debatespot.net. Please go and check us out. We have the horology page. I have the photography page now posting pictures and shit of my photography times. I mean photography still going on uh if you want to subscribe you can subscribe for a dollar a month on debasebot.net <laughs> jesus god you can, i am terribly sorry you can subscribe for a dollar a month i couldn't even burp that loud what the <laughs> that's the only thing that this entire fucking time has picked up like everything else your actual voice has been quiet but everything else has just been like right fucking here <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah please go to debatespot.net and check us out subscribe a dollar a month and you'll get the extended versions of all the articles that we write we write a little bit of extra and that shit is put behind a paywall uh thank you all you also want to say anything no i don't have anything to plug i don't have anything to say awesome can't think of nothing myself phenomenal yeah, and as always man. have a good one Thanks for listening. The team at QCP hopes that this little hook has hit its mark and we end up seeing you live on Twitch or becoming a dedicated listener. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. As always, have a good one. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.